Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of Braden and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the drills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man are too sweet, Brady, DVP, the BD elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BD Elite. Yes, it is. We're yes. your Dynamates. Dynamates. Yeah, we don't have a, a Friends. We need to rip off some other TV show Dynamates. for the Friends. Dynamates. Dynamates. We should just change the name of the show to Dynamates. Dynamates. Yeah, it's kind of it's funny, but like... Yeah. We thought BD Elite was funny, too. BD Elite. I like... We've already changed the show title yeah. once. Yeah, yeah. It was Up Nextra. Up Nextra. Now BD Elite. Yeah. Be your Dynamates. For your Dynamates on BD your, Elite. Uh, we're not doing Rampage. We might talk about it today. Like, yeah, but, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome. Hi. Yeah, uh, NXT's in the bin, so we're talking about... No, no. I'm kidding. Enough, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I'm never going to let it go. Um, But yeah, we had a a fun time talking about NXT last night. That's on up next. And then we got a post-show coming for TakeOver. We might be the only people watching it, but we'll still be doing it. I I think there's going to be people watching TakeOver. Come on. Stop being so doom and gloom. Stop. Why? This isn't even the NXT show and you're shitting on it. Come on. I'm just just playing devil's advocate. No, you're not. You're being a cunt. That's what you're doing. (laughs) That's what that means. Yeah. Well, you can listen to us talk about all about the TakeOver and the WWE stuff. Even SummerSlam is what we'll be doing. But yeah, this is the the other show, the AEW show, where we talk all about this other company, which... Yeah, uh, I'm super enjoy. It's just been super enjoying watching shows with crowds. Oh yeah, it instantly makes me go. This is fun. This it makes is... it so much more special. Yeah, definitely um, for sure. And it plays into it fantastically tonight. Uh, on a few yeah. times actually, having a big crowd there. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's it's great that you can see these people going. They say five thousand whatever people here. Like that's awesome to see mm. here in Houston, Texas, which is just awesome. So I I hope one day I know you're you're planning on going to All Out and Arthur Ashe and oh well now they've announced QT Marshall versus the Big Show. I've yeah. got to go. The, t- the tickets for All the Out tickets went up, are going though. up. Yeah, yeah, after they announced that, definitely. But yeah, I I hope they come to Toronto. I hope when the world does eventually open up in better ways that they do get to go to the UK. They do get to go to these other places because I think people will be just as hyped as this crowd here. It's just awesome. Yeah. It's awesome to see. I mean, we, we're happy the world's opening up because we got to do something we haven't been able to do in a long time, Dave. We did it this week. Karaoke. Karaoke. Haven't we talked about this already? We did it on a world champ show, but we did, we did karaoke. Okay. And I feel like everyone needs to know because like Toronto opened up. And they 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 put out like newspapers and stuff said karaoke's open. Yeah, and we we didn't get to to we go been yet. because they didn't really open up our favorite spot. We we love right away. Yeah, we we love this spot called Toby's in Toronto, and Jason Rowland, the goat of karaoke DJing, essentially hosting, opened up shop, and we had to go back to our stomping grounds. And oh yeah, the, the first bar I ever went to in Canada. Wow, karaoke night with yeah. Jason Rowland. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And he still got it. And he still got it. He's still going. They had changes though. They 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 had to move the stage like a further a little bit further back where mm. it used to be in the bar and then they had microphone condoms. Yes. To make sure you like know covid proof yeah. microphone condoms. No glove, no love. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but we had a great time and uh, our new gimmick is just doing uh what we used to do. Going out do, are you setting up a shot? Oh, I thought that's show? where you were going. Yeah, oh, I was. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, we, we used to do these podcasts on Tuesday nights we'd, or Wednesday nights. We'd watch NXT. And then when we finish and upload the show, we'd be able to like make it last call to like our favorite haunts in the city. And yeah. like now that things are kind of opening. And by the time we get to a bar, it's like 1 a.m. Because we need to go out and do something after sitting inside watching wrestling and then talking about it. So it feels good to be able to go back to, to bars and stuff. It, it sucks that I... You can't go to just go over to wrestling shows tonight to to have some sort of entertainment because we're not quite there yet here, but we can go to a bar. Well, I mean, the Budweiser stage is open. Like, concerts yeah. are here. The Jays are back. Like, there's stuff going on. Theaters yeah. are open. Music, live music yeah. is, like, starting to happen and stuff. So it's just, like, it's it's super good to see. Mm. And that's what this shot of the Rocks Tequila okay. we're doing. <laughs> to, All right. To AEW. To AEW. To uh, Chris Jericho. That's what the shot is for. Yeah. You don't agree? No, no. I, you don't think you should have shot that to Chris, Chris Jericho? Jericho? Yeah. Uh, there's things I'd toast before Jericho, I think. But, I mean, but, it was tequila, so if it was vodka, it would definitely be... Goose would be for Jericho. Goose shots for, sure. for Jericho, yeah. Uh, what about uh, Ric Flair, uh, the kamikazes? We should have set some of those up uh, and then go hang out on a train later. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Which he's is confirmed. Him? He's confirmed it was not him. I mean, because people lie. <laughs> he, I believe him because his response was, uh, I'm Ric Flair. I don't take trains. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Although the shirt was similar to the shirt he was wearing. On yeah, it did look like Rick. It, <laughs> it wasn't like Rick. Rick. It wasn't Rick. Come on. It wasn't. But like, yeah, Space Mountain, right? That's interesting because there's Ric Flair was trending. And that's the story of this picture that was going around. So everyone panics to start with. Panics. I was laughing. I'm excited. No, Ric Flair's no, no, no. back. I see. I see. Like, oh, why Ric is Ric trending. Flair trending? Like, Ugh. worry. You know. Yeah. And then you just see he was uh, having some Heinekens on a train. 
He was having what Dexter have uh, at the restaurant? Some pie. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not him. Yeah. It's not him. Uh, did you end up watching any of um, anything this past? Kind I've of not week? really had a chance, unfortunately. I've I've attempted watching Moose Ishi a couple of times and have fallen asleep. Not because of the quality of the match, just because yeah. I, I've really not had time. Right. Um, well, I watched it. I thought that match. I'm not a big Moose guy, but I thought that match. Bang, definitely. Yeah. Like uh, Ishii's like my favorite. Like I, I definitely have to tune into his matches. And Moose, like he's been, he's been kind of I've, working hard. I've actually since kind of the pandemic and covering Impact. Yeah, uh, he's someone I've uh, has definitely improved a lot because I, I remember him from ROH uh, when he was very green and stuff. And he's definitely, I think, come into it. He's got a bit more of a star quality about him now. And I think someone like Ishii just sounds like it will be a great opponent. So, uh, been hearing a few good things about that one. Yeah, no, it it felt like a classic Ishii match. So that's why I got to give the props to Moose because mm. it like it had everything that I wanted from it. So he did a good job. I, I I've watched him from the same time when he started, and I was like, yeah, he's cool. He got in like crazy shape. Oh, he's he looks ridiculous. Yeah, so like good for him. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, he was always like big, anyways, but now he's like jacked and big. Yeah. So uh, he looks he looks good. He's bigger than Ishii. Uh, I'm hoping we get to see Ishii staying on this side of the the waters because I mm. wonder if if we do get to see him some tangle it up somehow in in AEW with maybe Dynamite or any of these guys. Like we we were joking about Miro versus Ishii is definitely a match is a money match you could yeah. go to. Uh, but then Osprey, Will Osprey shows up and cuts this promo, calls Shingo uh, a pussy, okay, uh, which was got got a, quite a, a giggle from me. I was like, <laughs> all right, they still don't know about this English thing, even though it's a strong American, or they just let it fly. Either way, uh, he's just playing this like real. This is the first time it, it it hit for me that I'm like, oh, you're you're you want me to hate you, and you did a good job mm. of it. And he's he pretty much called out everyone. He called okay. he he was doing. Uh, you won't understand this, but Kendrick Lamar, um, what is it, Control? It's pretty much what Moxley does later tonight, actually. So maybe there's some something to be said. But Osprey, did you watch, did you hear about this at all? Like, I've heard, heard about it, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched any of so, it. So, yeah, he, like, calls out, he calls AEW people dweebs. Right. He calls, he just basically says, I'll fight anyone. And, I, and he proclaims that he's the champion. And this is the first time. So anything. is he cleared now? Is he good to wrestle? Yeah, he says he okay. is. And then there's this whole G1 stuff. So, like, yeah, New Japan's been, like, hurting. And, of course, this news just keeps circulating of people contracting COVID, the stars. And yeah. Kota Ibushi's now coming back okay. in action, I think. But Shingo's. But then Shingo now. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, it sounds really, really messy. So, if a lot of these guys are now over in the, on the U.S., that juices up the strong show, mm. which would make people really get in, involved in watching not only the weekly product, but, like, these special events that, that they put on. Uh, and if and if the the... The chitter chatter, pitter patter between all these wrestlers always calling out other things, it it makes things seem really interesting. For sure, yeah. It's I do find uh, with AEW especially, there's so much going on, um, and it's such it's such service to fans who do want to see um, see all this stuff, all yeah. this intermingling. It's basically, I don't know. Part of me feels it's it's almost like. Um, like football, like soccer, you know, you've got within the UK, you've got your Premier League, you've got your championship, you've got Division One, and you can have teams from random divisions 
playing each other in the FA Cup. But then it comes to European football and the Champions League and you start mixing it up with these teams from these leagues as well. And there's a lot going on and a lot to kind of like, like focus on and watch. But it's, I, I feel AEW's at destination point now. It's the Champions League and that's where everyone can go and maybe do these dream matches here and there. I do wonder from a vet, like a super casual, is it a lot? Because like watching this show, just so much fucking happens right. every week. Like suddenly Dan Lambert's out there with some UFC guys and then you have Tana randomly one week and now Everise are on and there's Sting and there's like there's just so much going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder from a casual, like, is this like a lot like what is this championship now when the nwa women's championships on there and then i think and then you've got the u.s yeah. new japan title and i don't know though i think i think it's cool because yeah i think you're everything. answering your your own question though because you're you're saying what what would like a casual viewer think mm. of this and then you're going well wait what's who's this well wait a second what's going on with this it, the more questions you're means you're more interested and maybe you're more intrigued to to to, to be hooked into checking mm. it out. I feel like it's also like like a band, like a festival or something. You go to a show, you got tickets for Rage Against the Machine new on tour, and then they go, hey, we got two opening bands on this tour. And you go, well, I don't know who these guys are. Yeah. You either A, drink beer and show up late for and just see Rage. B, kind of maybe check out the band. Start listening to it. Start listening Spotify to it, see stuff, if you dig yeah. with it. Or just go see them anyways and then you go oh oh holy shit like i actually like this band a whole lot more than this it's other true band. and like i think i think we're so like i'm so conditioned and i'm sure a lot of people are from wwe's just way of being for so long that as soon as these opportunities yeah. like rise you're like oh well is this is it are there too many characters on this show right um I don't know. It's just always driving. I'm really enjoying it. It's It's, always a train. Going back to talking about trains. It's always a train of like, it's never ending, right? Well, it just means you're always having these fresh matches. Yeah. Uh, Matches feel big when that, like every week has a main event that feels like a big deal. Like Jericho MJF tonight, I think a lot of us were expecting was probably going to be all out, like on the pay-per-view. And then they're announcing it, the main event for this week. You've obviously, they're, they're always hyping up um, obviously last week Rampage some big matches on that um, Moxley's promo tonight really building up the, the main event for Rampage this coming week well did you watch Rampage? I did yeah Rampage honestly knocked it out the park with that one hour it's like opening with a Christian versus Kenny match a dream match for some a dream match for me uh, to watch that and weeks of going, even talking on this show it's like yeah we, want, we all wanted Hangman and it seems like maybe that's on hold for a little while and they written them off. So we got Christian and we were all kind of like, okay, well, like, cool, but like, whatever. And then I, then I watched that match and I was like, oh, I absolutely want to see this one more time. Like pay-per-view, like do it yeah. one more time. They, they, they killed it. I love that. Yeah, that showed I, Christian, I, that showed Christian is like still got it. I dude. think he's been showing it yeah. right, right from coming back. Yeah. He's looked fantastic. And then just having someone uh, of the caliber of Kenny as well in a, that big main event yeah. feel. Uh, yeah, I thought it was and, great. And getting the pin again makes everyone go, well, wait, what the fuck does this all mean then? It just more mm. it makes you more interested of what It was are clever with doing. what they did with yeah. the chair and stuff that as well. That spot looked nasty. It looked great. How did, he not, how did he even come out on the show I'm tonight? waiting and we didn't get it tonight. Uh, we didn't get it on Rampage, yeah. but maybe all out. The, the Unprettier is the perfect setup 
to counter to the one wing. Of danger. course, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and maybe through a chair again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I actually um, I thought the Fuego del Sol stuff was really entertaining. Hell yeah. Um, they got that like what was that match? Three minutes, and they really got you like thinking like for a sec. Minutes. Like Del Sol has a chance when he kind of went in hot at the beginning, and then Miro just killing him. Uh, stuff with him being signed was nice, and I I really thought the main event was pretty good with Red Velvet and Britt Baker. Found the end a little odd. Yeah, a little just, jarring, especially when just they're embracing the Brit's hometown. She's a heel. I think you could have waited. T- until maybe this to, week yeah. to debut Jamie Hater, but apart from that, really good hour that just went by so quickly. Yeah, it was it was it felt hot from front to back. Uh, I really I really loved the Christian match, and it got me to go, mm. okay, you will you will get my money to make me want to watch this match, and that's what that's what their job was to do. Yeah. So yeah, and Britt Baker is a star, especially in Pittsburgh. There, that was just great. And I mean, then we're going into this Friday, which is. Like the the big one, yeah. The first the big dance. one. We're getting Private Party versus Jurassic Express, which you know what? in the United Center. You know what that that sounds great, but you know what would be even better? Oh, you're talking about Jade Cargill versus Kira Hogan. Yeah, yeah. I do find that interesting. Uh, that you wouldn't maybe stack it with, I, I, you know what? Jurassic, uh, say what you want about Private Party, and it just means Matt Hardy's going to be on this mm. show. Private Party and Jurassic Express will probably put on this banger so i i am looking forward to that because they have tied it up before and and it's been good i can't say the jade move is super i i just expected maybe like what what how do you book this show does does darby come out and punk come out right at the beginning to set this all off and then what your main events the tag match no it's going to be the main events john moxley daniel garcia oh right oh right oh right okay so yo this show does sound pretty good then so yeah and And it all fits in an hour all fits in an hour. Yeah, the, the main thing's obviously going to be the punk thing. I Or is I, it? I kind of don't think you need to necessarily load this show with other stuff. I, they, they really hit you over the head yeah. with, without saying CM Punk's going to be there. They're saying, you've got to tune in to this Friday. Yeah. And even tonight, like some fun little references there to watch it on Friday. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to do very well. And yeah, say, save a bigger main event for... Another week where, that you want a good rating and you want people sure. to tune in for. I think people know Punk's coming by now. So Darby gonna call him out. Gonna call some. Just say because Darby's not called him out. Just saying, even if you think you're the best in the world, mm. then like come step to me. It's that's what it kind of alluded to. If you read between the lines, it's like cool. So does this mean someone has to answer this challenge? And they could totally do like a, a swerve thing where they someone else comes out to get the heat. MJF. Could come out to get the heat. I think an MJF Punk feud yeah. will, would be like after the dark. I feel like the Derby one's just going to be a dream, kind of a, yeah, a yeah. one and done, babyface v babyface, right. quick build. I see MJF possibly being the next feud. But yeah, what, where does this slot into Rampage? I, I think you've got to open. Or does, or does Daniel Bryan, he come out, come to, out swerve, to swerve everyone? He'd be the biggest heel. Yeah, yeah, true. And you can't boo him, no, Daniel, but yeah. I don't think they're going to swerve us. Yeah, I yeah. think they'd lose a lot of faith yeah. if Punk isn't there. And I, I, feel, I feel it would take away from like Garcia and Moxley if you have him come out after. I feel people would be watching that match just waiting for something to happen rather than 
enjoying the match. Yeah. I think if you have Punk kick off the show, get that out of the way. You can always come at, have him come out again at the end, but yeah, I, I yeah. think that's probably the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely start off the show with, with get it so it can be trending for the rest of the hour. Looking over from SmackDown, going through the channels and seeing Punk's on your screen. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that to see. It's been a long time since you've seen this dude. I mean, the last time I watched him, he uh, was in the UFC. I watched all his fights. Yeah. Can't say that it was very impressive, (laughs) but I'm still supporting the guy. Sure. Uh, Well, he's a wrestler. Yeah. This uh, is what he's coming back to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's not... He's never been one of my favorites, but I still like think he's he is a an important piece of this puzzle in in wrestling right now. Mm. And this is like kind of another. What did they say when Moxley came? The the paradigm, paradigm shift. shift. It's definitely it feels like that. It like does. it does. Yeah. For Are sure. you able to watch it live? Yeah, yeah. I'm working during the day Friday, and then I finish it like when does it start? It airs at ten, right? Ten. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably be home. I've invited I've invited a fr- like some friends to watch. And nice. to, I feel like it should feel like a big yeah. event. So. Just a lot of wrestling this week. Yeah. It's like a lot. Yeah, I'll be watching this at probably four in the morning. Yeah, that sucks. After the yeah. fact. I mean, if, I, I told you you should put it on at your bar, but... it's I wouldn't be able to watch it. Friday night, be yeah. so busy. I'd rather... Yeah. Like, I'd feel like I'd be spoiled if it's on in the background. I mean, he's, you just just start it and stay. give yourself the, the your five minutes, and then when it's, the segment's done, just... Yeah, you, you don't get five minutes. Yeah. I didn't eat last week, yeah. so like... I'm not getting five minutes to watch wrestling. You should listen to Braun Strowman. Why? What's he doing? <laughs> Doesn't he hate servers and people who oh, work yeah. jobs? <laughs> Get a real job. <laughs> He's still on the Sportsnet ad, isn't he? He oh, is. Braun. He is. We still see him on that ad. But So AEW confirmed. I get, no, no, that's TSN. What do you mean? T- oh, right. TSN aired it. Yeah. I think Bray could show up in Dynamite. Like... Or be for a couple of months. Whatever. Yeah, I, I feel like there's there's room for him with this Dark Order thing. He makes the most sense, especially if Hangman's away, mm. dealing with whatever, and then fighting Kenny. It leaves room for the story between Brody and Bray there. And that's where you could bring Braun in and do the whole family thing yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm super excited because there's, there's all this talk about CM Punk and the Daniel Bryan thing is kind of just... A bit quiet. Been a little moment. bit... Been quiet, yeah. So I feel like... There's so many things that will be taking place come past CM Punk. Like, we're all worried about All Out and it's going to be huge and it sounds great. But I feel like after this, they got moves. Like, they're, oh, yeah. they got things like they're, they're banked on right now. Like, Daniel Bryan, yeah, fight anyone. Daniel Bryan, Ishii. Well, that's the thing. Just those two being in there opens up so many different combinations yeah. of, like, really interesting matches. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally see them doing a lot more big TV shows. Um, I mean, they always load their shows, but if they're sticking to the four pay-per-views a year formula, they're going to have some really big TV uh, main events between Rampage and Dynamite. Which they, they kill. They knock it out the yeah. park, especially with these hot crowds, for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for this like storm that's coming of what, what should be killer product and killer entertainment from this company. I'm genuinely excited with all this forbidden door shit opening things i want to see jay white fight john moxley or jay white fight people on dynamite and vice versa mm. ishimiro should happen are we going to get mox tanahashi because apparently that's not a thing that's happening that's not happening now no i don't think so but it sounded like moxley was calling people out so i don't know he was calling everyone out do you, i don't see you going someone in the twitch room um is saying mox doesn't have a match for all out he's wrestling friday just saying 
I don't see that being the first match. Like, Punk and Mox had a fair bit of matches with the Shield rivalry. Like, they've kind of mixed it up before. I don't see that being the first match you go to. Yeah, no. Definitely, you'll definitely go to it. But at not, some point, yeah, not at now. some point, there's no. so many matches you can go to. I don't think that's the right first match. Yeah, I'm not saying this, but now, but yeah, Osprey called Moxley uh, some choice words as well. So you could go to that again, like down the line. But that's New Japan territory mm. more so than AEW. But I love that there's, you're seeing the same stars do similar things, like Eddie Kingston showing up on the Resurgence show. Or no, right. sorry, it wasn't Eddie Kingston. It was. Nagata as his partner, oh, wasn't okay. it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, th- that's what happened. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying this like crossover thing that makes it seem like when you watch those Marvel movies or whatever, if you do watch everything in a completist, mm. it almost makes everything feel like a bit whole. Whereas even if you watch maybe just a few of the things, you still... You can still enjoy them individually. Get everything sure. that's happening. But yeah, what a time. Um, well, let's start off. AEW Dynamite from August 18th, Wednesday, from Houston, Texas. And before the show started, apparently, they, they said that Sammy Guevara proposed to his girlfriend, Pam. Pam. And, and uh, she said yes. Two yeah. nights of wrestling. Two, two proposals. Yeah, crazy. I thought last night's uh, was, was a bit more entertaining. <laughs> you, you, you heal... You calling? I don't know. I don't know this Pam woman. I've been following Index for months. Yeah. Suddenly, you drop every week. Sammy yeah, Guevara's yeah, yeah. been like, "Hit me up, hit me up, hit me up." And now I'm supposed to believe he has a girlfriend who he's proposing to? It's... No, Index for life. So apparently, he was. He's been with her for a long time. So he's. She was there and when he was openly shooting the gym. trying to cheat on her on TV I, every I, it's week. It's part of the gimmick. Yeah, I guess so, man. I don't. You're not wrong. Maybe they've got an agreement. I don't know. Think of the heat you're getting. It's a, a fake proposal versus a legit one. Is it legit? Is anything legit in wrestling? <laughs> true. This is true. Well, we start off with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, who say they have like something to say, but they're cut off. So I wonder what they have to say. They're cut off because they're attacked from behind by 2.0 uh. and Daniel Garcia. 2.0 recently signed by the AEW. They're all elite. 2.0 are all elite. Yeah, Good yeah. for them. Fuck yeah. Good for yeah. them. Well, these guys start beating the shit out of Moxley and Kingston here. And they take them out. And they go in the ring. And they say, look at this. We took, the, we took these guys out like nothing. Sting and Darby, we have a match with you tonight. But we don't want to wait. Get out here right now. And I feel like their new catchphrase is, is changed from, you want to take a swing at me, to, you want to taste because <laughs> that's what he's been saying. So the lights go out and they got what they asked for. Be careful what you ask for because the lights come back on. Darby like swings the, the, the skateboard at them and then Sting comes down to the ring. And it's a, just a all-out brawl here where there's Stinger splashes in the corner from Sting. Yeah, Sting is 62 years old and hasn't wrestled on TNT in 20 years. But here he is wrestling at 62 years old. And he's in the Stingler. In the Stinglet. And he looked great. He looks great. He's hitting Stinger splashes as the motorcycles are outside. Do you mind? We're talking about Sting. They're just so excited to talk about Sting. Um, So Sting and Darby are hitting Stinger splashes, and then they start brawling through the crowd here with 2.0. 2.0 went went from jobbing to everyone in NXT to now jobbing to Sting, which, like, pretty... It's an upgrade, uh, yeah. Pretty pretty big upgrade. Uh, So... 
it's chaos. There's then Sting, who's like getting beat up by these guys. Daniel Garcia. The match technically, I don't think, has started yet, or it's anything goes because it's, it's tornado. Tornado, yeah. So Dar- Garcia is just getting involved here, but Darby like climbs, walks down the like arm rail. There's this thing. crazy bit like at the back. So they they've brought into the into the stands. They're like in one of the boxes or something, and 2.0 kind of flapjack Darby just head first into the wall, Ugh. which looked crazy. And then, yeah, as they're fighting back on the way towards the ring, Darby's like tightrope walking a, a banister, uh, you know, the, the, the stairs you come it's out ceram- from the concourse and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like um, concrete. Yeah, and these are pretty, pretty high, these banisters. But people are leaning on it as well. And yeah. Like, oh, shit, Darby's walking Darby's down. running down this thing. Yeah, pretty nuts. And then he jumps off and takes down... All of these guys here, which was just a crazy spot. It's just super chaotic. There's then a spot where they they get Darby, they lay his skateboard down, wheels up, and then they hit him with a suplex, and the the wheels like his back just hits Good them. Nasty. Yeah, crazy. Two point then set up a table in the ring, and they got Sting up on one of the top turnbuckles, and they send Darby flying and crashes. And it looks like they're going to powerbomb Sting through a table. And everyone watching in the crowd is going, oh, my God, please, someone stay, save Sting here. Everyone watching at home, me and you are like, uh, is someone going to save Sting? Because they can't do this to him. <laughs> but Matt Lee and was it Jeff Parker? Something like that. Jeff yeah. Chase Parker, something like that. They double powerbomb Sting through a table. Yeah. And they look damn proud after doing it. And the crowd is in shock. They're screaming, holy shit. Oh my god, Sting! But Sting gets up to his feet and does the classic Sting beating the the, chest. Yeah, it's the ultimate warrior sell at WrestleMania against Triple H. Just a complete... He's just been double powerbombed through a table and he's like, nope! Standing up! Ah! But it was awesome. So... The guys are shook. You can see Matt Lee. If you can read lips, he says, holy fuck. Or, oh, my God, what the fuck? As they turn around, Darby drop kicks them both into Sting, who then hits them with a double scorpion death drop. And if that's not enough, Sting then puts both of the, each guys on top of each other and locks in a double scorpion death lock. Yeah. What? And both guys... 2.0, tap out. You want to taste the stinger as they tap out to Sting on TNT. Live, Sting gets a win. And I don't know if you know this, but no one's ever done that before. Is that because it's called a double scorpion death lock? Because I've definitely seen Natalia do yeah. a double sharpshooter. any multi-woman match yeah. she's been in. Yeah, she yeah. always does it. But that's a sharpshooter. True. This is a scorpion death Fair lock. Fair enough. <laughs> um... It always looks a bit silly. I enjoy it, but it doesn't look like it hurts at all. And it's pretty contrived. Like, both guys just happen happening to lie there for so long. But that being said, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed this. I thought the brawl was great around the outside. I'm so happy seeing 2.0 in this position. Um, it's awesome. Like, they're fine with Sting. Like, and Darby Allen, who's been treated as a top guy there for a long time. They took out Eddie and Moxley, you know, to start yeah. the match. Like, it was a pretty big statement to kick it off. Um, I thought Sting looked great. And even with the table bump, I wasn't really worrying about him because I thought he looked yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Match. Yeah, he looked good. He looked quick. Like, I'm, 
Look, Sting's never been the flashiest wrestler in the world. It's not like he's someone who'd be doing 630s and like, oh, he's not the same anymore. But he's doing the stuff he used to do and was moving well and didn't look saggy and old in the singlet, I I didn't think. I Yeah. Yeah. Dude, fair to him. You no, know? he looked great, dude. 62 years old. Like, he's he was getting beat up. He was punching people. He was, he was doing everything that you needed him to do. Mm. And yeah, obviously people can go, oh, he no-sold the table. But nah, fuck off. It was, great. it was fun. Yeah, it was great. This is what wrestling is. Sorry. And when it's done properly, it, you get hit with all the emotions you got hit with in this match. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Sting. Okay. Yeah, he used to be cool. Uh, maybe I didn't really watch WCW, but it's Sting. Okay, cool. Well, he's paired up with this guy, Darby. He's really cool. And then they're fighting these two guys you instantly hate. Dewey, I kind <laughs> of love. I kind of now eventually want to see the, no. the Young Bucks match. Wait, what? Sting and Darby versus yeah. Young Bucks? Yeah. You don't want that Ric Flair versus Sting match? Absolutely not. He looked better than Ric Flair. I mean, he's younger than Ric Flair, I imagine. Ric Flair's 72, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'd love to see Sting and Darby go for the tag titles. I thought you were going to say... I think, I think that's a huge TV main no, event. No, I thought you were going to say the inevitable Darby-Sting split. Well, we'll get that, but you, got, you know you've got to have the championship run first. <laughs> Sting's championship run? Well, either either they win the titles and then when they lose them, they split or they wow. they lose going for the titles. Uh, I don't know. But it's, it's, it's crazy because Sting is going to be in Darby's corner, I imagine, and Darby's going to be fighting CM Punk. So therefore, Punk and Sting are going to be in the that same... Happen, like, like, yeah. <laughs> it's so many... So many... Op- Osprey Sting. Osprey Sting. Daniel Bryan Sting. Yeah. Think of the possibilities so here. He looks good. So, Big Show Sting. Oh, God. Mark Henry Sting. Yeah, like there's so many things you <laughs> could be booking here. Ric Flair Sting need to do something no, together. No. Not a match, but like they're going to have an, over it. They're going to have an interaction. Yeah, that's cool if you are, but a lot of people aren't. And I think an interaction, like they've treated managers properly here. Maybe minus Vicky, but like they don't kind of... I agree. They yeah. don't step outside their they boundaries. Don't. So... I think they could do a good job with that. And, yeah, I'm not saying they should have a match, but a lot of people are like, hey, could they do that? You, they could, but it, they You they can won't. do that. Like, you can do that. You could book Rick and Sting in a match. <laughs> yeah, think, think why. Think why. Uh, overall, this had me, like, jumping, this, this opening segment. From front to back, uh, 2.0 are, like, hired guns here that have just somehow lucked out and turned a bad situation into something great because... They look like genuine, just like guys who were there to get beat up by Sting, and they did a good job yep. at it. So, yeah, I really, I really thought this was a hot opener. This is when they remind us of Sammy Guevara, and well, he proposing to his girlfriend Pam in Houston, where he's from, and she says yes. So imagine if she said no, and then he had to go have fight Sean Spears. Sean Spears. That'd suck. Well, it cuts to Sean Spears backstage with Tully. And Sean Spears is cutting a promo. And Sean Spears got a Canadian God t-shirt. I forgot that. Now. Is that one of his monikers? I guess so. It's not as catchy as the perfect 10. Well, because I get, well, I guess it's more a jab at Demo Sammy God? Guevara. Oh, Spanish he's God. He's the Spanish Oh, God. right. Oh, okay. He's been feuding oh, with yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's great. <laughs> <laughs> the Canadian God. There's like the Demo God. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, Sammy, sorry. How could I forget that Sammy Guevara's nickname is... The Spanish God. I forgot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's a catchy one, too. Um, but I, I do love Sammy Guevara. But I didn't think I'd be telling you 
that I loved Sean Spears tonight. He had a good night. Sean, Sean Spears. Spears had a good night. Sean Spears and Tully goes, wow, congrats, Sammy Guevara, on your proposal. But, huh, must be slim pickings in Houston, huh? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Sean Spears. He says, in the pinnacle, you're always on top. But, Pam, after tonight's match, you can be an honorary member in the pinnacle because I'll let you be on top. Ooh. Wow. You know what we always say on this show, that you want to get like instant heat and drama in a wrestling match? Like, Why do these two guys want to kill each other? Because this guy says he's going to fuck his girl. Boom. This is yep. it. That's all you need. You go to fight. Yeah. It's either, oh, you, you, you did? You fucked my wife? Okay. Well, I got to fight you now. That happens. Or... You said you're going to do it, so that made me so mad, and I have to defend mm. her honor. So is, uh, I guess the feud's over now, but Sammy could always bring Peyton into it as well. Yeah, I mean, he could have, yeah. Mm. He didn't, thankfully. Sammy should not talk about <laughs> people sometimes in that light, maybe, for a while. But yeah, I thought this Sean Spears... Yeah, he had some good lines here. Yeah, it was good. quick. It was good, yeah. And Tully just looking cheeky. Sammy Guevara versus Sean Spears... And there's right off the bat, Sammy's pissed off from those comments and hits this crazy cannonball tope off the stage, which looks great. Uh, then walks over and sees Pam and gives her an old smooch there as the crowd goes wild. The crowd is hot, by the way, for Sammy. There's then Sean who throws Sammy into the steel steps. But this is I think this is even before the match starts because Sammy was so fired up. Yeah. And then Tully helps Sean Spears hit a spike pile driver. On the outside. Yeah, like they, uh, they do with FTR as well. Uh, but Tully jumping off. Yeah, and the ref's like, and Sammy's Yo. fucked now. Yeah, so Sammy says, I can continue. And they start the match now, officially. But he just got that. And as they start the match, they're going to try to do the same mind-breaker, pile-driver thing again. And Aubrey's like, all right, Tully. Get, get Enough out. of yeah, this. Get out of here. You're, you're out of here. So he's getting taken down here. And while this is happening, Sean Spears is beating up on Sammy. He pulls down his knee pad and then starts hitting Sammy with these knees. Sammy uh, goes for his Sammy cutter, but it's blocked. And they go to break. When we come back, there's a barricade now set up in between the ring and like the guardrail. And it looks like one of them is going to try to one-up the other by jumping on the top rope to like hit something on this guardrail. But Sammy scouts Spears. And then goes, no, as, as Spears goes, like, fuck you. So Sammy's like, all right, and hits this flying super avalanche, like RKO cutter off the top. Looked great. There's, they were really, really high. Nice. Yeah, yeah, they were really high up there. But he kicks out at two. There's then into an, the ring, not into that. Yeah, guard yeah, rail. not into the guardrail. Yeah, yeah, into the, into the ring. There's then an avalanche C4 from Ty, sorry, Spears, when he comes back. And then a DVD onto that, like, guardrail setup thing which again just looks ouchy here but it's from sammy and this just crushes spears here he rolls him in the ring guevara goes up top hits the 630 senton and i know a lot of people do this move lately but he makes it look totally look painful he just squashed him the way he does this move looks actually like it would hurt people mm. the way other people don't really it just, it just looks pretty it looks cool but this guy makes it look like he's shot out of a cannon but sean spears kicks out of it and the crowd is going insane so guevara gets down to Spears' level by removing his knee pads, sliding them down, and just drills him with these knee shots. And one of them, 
clearly hits. Must have caught him. And connects because instantly Spears' face is a crimson mess. Just bleeding. Just leaking. It's all over Guevara. It's all over him. And Guevara hits the go to hell, which is, again, another knee with the exposed knee, to Sean Spears and pins him. In honor of Pam. In honor of Pam. Uh, and they have a little smooch after the match. Yeah, but she got covered in Sean's blood. That's weird. <laughs> but yeah, it, looked, it was very cute. Uh, yeah, really good match between these two. We've This this feud's been going on a long time, and this kind of feels like the blow-off there. Um, some really fun near falls, some great spots. I think, as you said, I think Sean Spears had a really good night tonight. Um, he's His problem for me isn't that he's necessarily a a bad wrestler. I think he's pretty good. And I think he's fine on the mic as well, but there's just nothing really extra special about him. Uh, And that's unfortunate. And we've been talking about him for years and watching him for years with his NXT run, but it's always been that thing. He just doesn't feel like the guy. Yeah. He doesn't have that extra like X factor about him, but he can have pretty good matches. And I think Sammy in his hometown where the crowd were going to be super into this and I thought they put in a hell of a match. It was definitely uh, the, the, probably the best match I've seen of him in AEW, I'd say. Pro- probably anywhere. Probably. Like, I know he's had some good stuff in NXT and, yeah. and WWE and, and on the indies, too. But, yeah, like, just actually everything. He did a promo that was really mean. And I wanted to see him get beat up. Again, it's like they're, they're setting him up and knocking him down really properly here. The storytelling... At least, and the having again having a hot crowd just makes it like play into your like their hands like so easily. I like this front to back. It was so good. I needed I needed to see this guy lose. He made fun of his wife or yeah. to be wife. You need to, I need to see him. What did I? You, if you make fun of his wife, you're <laughs> expecting to get bloodied, and that's what happens. So yeah, I, I thought this was good. Probably the best Sean Spears has looked for me. I wanna and I'm ple- I'm kind of pleased this is over now because I think it's time for Sammy to move on to something bigger. Um, Miro would be cool. I yeah, think. they said he had a big announcement, and then of course it was like, oh, well, that was his. It was the engagement thing. But I was like, okay, well, actually, I thought. But yeah, feel he should have a big feud. Maybe it's MJF again. Like now, Jericho's done, but is that kind of going backwards? Um, yeah. We've had we had the match already, didn't we? There. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Miro would be a good uh, try and get It'd that be a sweet match TNT title. Yeah, it would. They would. They would kill it for sure. Uh, overall, like yeah, they were they knocked it out of the park here with Sammy and, and Sean. Good stuff. We go to Christian Cage, Impact and TNA champion, and he's here with Tony, but he's interrupted by Don Callis, who says, "Okay, like you you beat Kenny, you got lucky, and that all out, you get to fight Kenny again, and hopefully you'll be able to get that five star match you've always wanted, Christian." And then re- reiterates the fact that he gave him his start in professional wrestling. Um, and Christian's like, I know what you're doing, Don. I'm in Kenny's head because I beat him once and I can do it again. You're not the smartest guy. Like I said, you're a carny piece of shit. Ah. Christian doesn't think people can change. <laughs> Calling Don a piece of shit. People, Don, people can change. Don Callis loves sloppy steak. He loves the sloppy steak. Yeah, he lives for New Year's. Giovanni's. Giovanni's. <laughs> Giovanni's. I think you should leave sloppy steaks. Yeah, we watched it again last night. Too many times. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Don Callis and Christian—they're gonna—they're they're bickering here. It was kind of quick, but we we know where this is going. Yeah, I I think everyone's kind of competent in this feud. I think it, it, we're having to build it up pretty quickly. 
because obviously we're we're kind of shifting away from Hangman. Yeah. Um, but they're all pros at this. They've got some good lines, and I think they're building up the match pretty well, actually. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it again. They did a really good job wanting wanting more from it. And I think I, I actually think it's kind of working. The fact we have seen the match already, already, which normally I'd be against. Yeah. But the fact it was a good match. It makes on TV, it makes you go, oh, I wonder what they're capable of on the big stage of All Out, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I think it's actually helping with the promotion of this match, whereas it might have just been disappointment. Like, oh, I don't want this for the Hangman thing. Right, yeah. They did a good job of getting me hooked on Mm. on this match, for sure. We get a video for Dante Martin, his breakout, I'd say, last week with Kenny Omega showing all these clips and then a quick little video where he's like, Sooner or later, everyone's going to know my name. That was just the, the first step. So, again, kind of going away from the top flight thing. but I think this was really smart. Yeah. He really uh, had a, a great night last week where he shone. I think just reminding us of, hey, this guy last week was great. Just keeps him in the back of our mind. Yeah, yeah. Rather than sure. him going to dark and elevation for another six weeks before we see him. Again. I mean, he's probably already on there, right? So it's He like, will be, yeah, but like, yeah. it's, it keeps us on the like, main show. It's like Dante Martin, someone to look out for. Yeah, and then you can book him against I don't know, like another high flyer and do another crazy match that would get people's attention. We go to Dan Lambert, who's uh, in the ring. Now, you know, this is your favorite guy. You know all about this guy. I know him from MLW. Oh, is that where? <laughs> That's what I know. Yeah, MLW. Okay. The few weeks I was writing the reports for them, he was all over this. Wow, okay. Yeah, I know him from TNA and okay. stuff, but he's the MMA type guy. Just a bad guy. He's just a. He's just mean. He's just mean. He's here with some UFC fighters. Uh, I didn't write down the names, but we have a chat where uh, MMA Marcotte, the expert, get your shirts now, was uh, filling us in. But the the chat has expired too much. Where I, I lost. I'm just it. asking again. Who are these guys? Who are these UFC fighters? Because I recognize one of them, Adrian Arnofsky. Arnofsky. Something Arnofsky. Darren Aronofsky. The director of yeah. the wrestler, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, Andre Andre Arlovsky, Arlovsky, and yeah. uh, Junior Dos Santos. Yeah, 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 All yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Twitch room. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, these I've guys got are, no idea. So these guys are behind him like his muscle because mm. last time he got slapped in the face from Lance Archer. He got he took the blackout, didn't he? Did he? Fuck, did he? Yeah. Damn. He says he's cutting a promo while he's got his boys behind him. He says, I never thought I'd live to see the day to see this country in the state it's in. Whatever happened to free speech? Instead, it's the rich and powerful who are silencing critics. And he goes, oh, look at look at AEW. They've jumped on this cancel culture bandwagon. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I bring that up? He says, I don't want to trigger anybody. Mm-hmm. Kind of taking shots at the social cancel culture people the justice warriors he says UFC will not allow my fighters to get into an AEW ring but you know that's one slick move Tony Khan good 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 on you but one call to Dana White and well that's been nixed I'm okay that's why he's got his boys now and he says you want to show up and get loud well all you people you and he starts dissing all the wrestling fans and saying that this is all you have you hardcores because all you have is wrestling because your other options in life are your mother's basement going on the internet looking up creepy shit 
and you're not hardcore, you're hard up. And this is where Lance Archer comes out, and he looks like he's going to try to face him and his UFC boys. But he's attacked from behind, from all ego, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Yeah. And they get booed, and Lambert's like, ha, 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 it was my plan all along. Mm. The karate man and Scorpio Sky. Yes. Because Ethan Page goes, I know karate, and does the kick. Like, Dan Lambert's fantastic. He's great on the mic. So good. So unlikable. Um, I get kind of Paul Heyman feels with him a bit. I get, who is Hager's guy? Uh, fuck, legend. Uh, oh, Zeb Coulter? Yeah, Dutch yeah, Mantel. Yeah, yeah, he's gave me that fight. Um, he's fantastic. I I don't really follow UFC enough to know who these guys are, but I guess it's it's cool. Yeah. They're there. Um, it's, I was still sort of waiting for something, though. I, I felt, Men of the Hour felt a bit of a, a letdown almost. And is it, what what is it here? Are these UFC guys going to be wrestling here? Is this a faction of four, or was this just a way to transition Dan Lambert for being a manager for these guys? Like, I, I, I don't know. I see Dicky in the chat saying Dos Santos, one of the guys standing there, was is not with UFC anymore. So okay. it's like maybe that is what. So I'm assuming maybe the other guy as well. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not super into UFC. I've definitely had my moments where I can so super get into it. But I think it's another one of these forbidden door things. Hey, we, it's working with this. Mm. Well, let's try it with this. Like, if little, it, what did you? It's it's like a variety hour, right? Some people yeah. really into the MMA versions. Some are really into Sting, mm. right? Like, there's different things. So I just thought the guy delivered a promo. Oh, there. he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I, I'm not uh, I'm not against this at all. I just don't really know where it's going, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about Page and Sky involved yeah where do they come in here uh i i someone said that to me scorpio sky did train mma before but i'm like okay I, i'm not super well aware of that you'd figure you would have someone attack lance archer who is one of these mma guys like that's what i would imagine like are you this, I mean, is this setting up think, king mo is this setting up king velasquez what is this setting up i i mean i would think lance archer's got to have someone to team with him now yeah. Because it's one on what, four? It's got Jake. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe it's to introduce someone else for that. Um, so more MMA people or I just don't know. wrestlers? It should be wrestlers versus MMA, right? But I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Brock Lesnar. Like, and are we to assume these UFC guys are sticking around or were they just back up to introduce yeah. him as Ego and Sky's manager? So you're thinking they're just going to go with Lambert as their manager? Maybe. Which is stupid. Just has them part of American Top Team. Ethan now. Page does not need a manager. Well, yeah, that's, that's, what, <laughs> that's what's kind of weird about this whole thing. Yeah, that's really weird. I mean, who do we have? We have Hager again, but that's not really... I'm not really interested. You could, guess, go, you could go with Hager. I, yeah, what, Hager's H- busy. Hager and Archer? I really don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I thought the presentation of it was really good. Like I, I do. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just not sure where it's going. I feel like I will get bored of that if if these are the like the people involved. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. that's kind of where I'm. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. Like I like 
Ethan Page. I like Scorpio Sky. I don't know if this is the right... I mean, at least they're doing something, because they haven't kind of... Mm. Since that coffin loss thing. Coffin drops. What is it? Coffin flop? Coffin drop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, coffin drop. Yeah. <laughs> That's coffin drop as well, isn't coffin it? Coffin flop. Coffin flop, is it? Yeah, so they've been... Like, now they're here. You're like, okay. Just a little... Like, get more karate, man. More karate, man. Yeah. We go to Chris Jericho, who's cutting a promo. He looks great. He says he's been through hell and back in these labors. He's fought the juice. He had light tubes. He took 14 power bombs. All to get to the prize. To fight you, MJF. All the blood, sweat, and tears. It's worth it. Jericho, MJF, one-on-one. And you've banned Judas. You've banned the Judas effect. But I got 5,000 friends of Jericho who are going to sing me to the ring. And you can't stop me. And Max... You're just not as good as you think you are. The five labors ends now. And yeah, he's getting ready. Yeah, for solid promo. Yeah. It's Jericho. You know, he's yeah, selling yeah. it and did a good job. I feel like he's one of the one guys you could be like, hey, you're live. Just cut a promo right now. Yeah. And be, like without slipping up could probably cut a promo. That's what he's it seems like. He's been doing it for years and yeah, years and like, years. It yeah. does look like it's like just second nature. And he's nature. from the era before all this scripted nonsense of the last 20 years, you it's know, fair. and he's, he's still got it. He really does. I like this shirt. It looked like one of his older shirts from mm. WWF with his face. It's very similar. There's lots of things that make you to believe he's kind of taken a, a little hiatus. I think so. Little things that kind of, yeah. yeah, that definitely hit it off there. Uh, but that's coming later. Even, yeah, this promo felt like one last promo for a few for a few weeks at least. Yeah. Um, something I have in my notes but I accidentally wrote in the Jericho promo is that is is – is Lance Archer wearing Suzuki gun pants, which does confirm Suzuki coming to the U.S.? What? <laughs> Something about the pants he was wearing. Well, New I, Japan. I didn't notice. He was wearing Suzuki gun? Like the, their, their branded, I okay. think, pants. All right. Uh, I don't know. I wrote the, I, enough to make me go, hey, was that what he was wearing? <laughs> Sorry. I, it was in the Jericho promo in my notes. I'm slipping up. See, I can't cut promos like Jericho on the fly. Next match. Jurassic Express, Young Bucks. World Tag Team titles on the line. And this has come from the whole elite being dickheads and Jurassic Express kind of helping Christian. And now it's going into this here. And I believe they're high ranked. Then they're number, number one. one ranked. Yeah, yeah. Rightfully so. Uh, so this starts off with Don Callis joining commentary. And JR says that the Young Bucks are, are tools. And Don is being a tool, and Don is like, JR, you're being abusive, and I might have to call HR on you. <laughs> Which a lot of people were like, ah, that's the grid line. <laughs> I mean, he was being rude. <laughs> a lot of people probably wanted to call HR just for some of the things he said on this show. It's not WWE, it's AEW. Yeah. So Jungle Boy hits a plancha early on here to the outside, taking out the Bucks. There's an indie taker attempt, but it's blocked. There's then these, this crazy running over the ropes Rana that sends the Bucks to the outside. I think Matt. There's then a high fly flow from Matt Jackson kind of in there. There's to the outside. There's Luchasaurus who comes in. He's hitting all these sort of like roundhouse kicks. Well, he's got like some pretty crazy offense. I know he's back from injury too. He looked great. Yeah, yeah. he did. I, I thought he looked really good in this match. There's then a superplex from Jungle Boy off the top rope, but also off the back of Luchasaurus. Yeah, this was nuts. This looks scary. It was like... Crum- it looked like they almost kind of slipped. slipped. 
Um, but yeah, hit it. Look great. Yeah, look nuts. There's then the roundhouse kicks. There's from Luchasaurus, his tail whips, the choke slams. There's then a cutter combo, like from the, the Jungle Boy catches the guy while he like wheelbarrows him mm. for a near fall on Matt. There's then an assist indie taker, but that's broken up at near for a near fall. Marco Stunt gets involved on the apron, and this is where Kenny Omega runs out with a steel chair, smacks Marco with it. So unnecessary to poor Marco. Yeah, yeah. Christian clearly was watching this backstage. He runs out like, what the fuck's going on? He comes down and fights and chases off Kenny. Kenny wearing a chick magnet? Chick magnet shirt. shirt. Yeah. Yes. Just a just some like little chick. I swear I used to see this shirt at Target. Oh, yeah. Like it's a, I think it's a Target design, right. if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, nice little nod there. A little reference. I mean, he had the Cookie Monster one before. So yeah. There's then um, the steel chair in the ring that's set up, and there's a brain buster on the chair while all this commotion's happening. So it's kind of like deja vu. From Jungle Boy. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a near fall here. Yeah, where- the commentary were great here because they're going, well, history repeats itself because obviously... On Friday, Christian with the Unprettier on the, the kill switch on the chair. So uh, it, it was a great near fall here because it's like, oh, the same thing could happen to the Bucks as happened to Kenny last week. Yeah. And just looked nasty. It looked great, but it, it was broken up. So you could believe like this could be how you, got, you do this. And it was a great tease here. Luchasaurus takes out the lackeys, meaning Carl Anderson and all them guys. But as he turns around, he gets tossed out of there eventually. And it's Jungle Boy, who looks like he's on fire. He's going to take on the Bucks, but he gets caught, countered into a... He gets like some sort of backslide. It's countered into the BTE trigger, and it's over. The Bucks retain. I really like the sequence at the end leading to this BTE trigger with the reversal. So it was really nice. Um, good, Really good match here. Yeah, this was super hot. Uh, I wish they went like another 15 minutes, honestly. Uh both these teams work so well. I love the Bucks fighting anyone, but Jungle Boy has been a super hot character for me lately. And he teams with a dinosaur, and it's ridiculous, but boy, does it work. Yeah, Jungle Boy's definitely felt elevated uh, recently. Yeah. He gets featured a lot. Um, but nice to see that I enjoyed the, them as a tag team as well. And I think Luchasaurus, for a big man, does some crazy kicks and, well, Lucha things lucha stuff yeah definitely he looked great if he especially if he's coming back after an injury uh yeah we went from mma talking stuff to a dinosaur, to a dinosaur. wrestling and like it's wrestling you gotta suspend your disbelief and it's okay uh, i thought this was great and i instantly wanted to see a rematch which hopefully means we'll get uh the bucks always change their bios like new bio and today they changed it to we're gonna retain the titles and we're gonna like go to hawaii for a month and let someone else carry a pay-per-view for once <laughs> And they put a picture of Jurassic, uh, sorry, Luchasaurus's NXT photo nah. on their as their board. Or like, nah. <laughs> I forget. We've talked about him on What's Next. Yeah, have Devlin, we, we, something. Have Devin? we seen him have a match? We've yeah, yeah, no, yeah. with FDR with Dax Harwood with wasn't Dax it? Harwood. because right. his name was like Devin something. They teamed. Or... They teamed. I they think? teamed. I yeah, they yeah, teamed. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I thought this is funny. Um, so the Bucks. Wanted to go to Hawaii, but it didn't quite happen. Well, they beat up Jungle Boy after this match. They beat up Luchasaurus again. And then Christian, who's still there, he gets beat up for his troubles. And then it's a one-winged angel from Kenny on Christian as Don does a fake count here. 
and the crowd counts along even though they're booing. So so Kenny's uh, taking out Christian here. He's taking it to the next level. Seriousness. Yeah. Um, yeah, building up the the physicality now and just that they're building up the elite as this real dick faction and just keep on putting over the numbers. It's the numbers game always winning it for these guys. Yeah. Cause there's so many of them and they're, and they're bad guys. Uh, knocked out in the chat here is saying you guys forgot to mention Brian, Brandon Cutler distracting Luchasaurus with the flares like Jurassic park. <laughs> oh, <I missed> that. <laughs> uh, Brandon Cutler is, I, I don't think Brandon Cutler's uh, for everyone. But I can I can see the comedy. He's he, some of the stuff is pretty funny. But he's he's like literally the the last like. And he's meant to be. Yeah, like, like him and Nakazawa yeah. are the idiots. That's why they're there. They're not yeah. meant to think they're good. Yeah, exactly. I think they're doing a pretty good job. Uh, fun fun stuff. This match is great. I hope we get to another one down the line. More on that in a sec. But Britt Baker is with Tony Schiavone and Reba, and Britt introduces her problem solver. Not Tyson Tomko, but Jamie Hayter, who comes in, standing in. And Britt says, Velvet, red is not my color. Gold is not yours. And now I got Jamie Hayter. And mentions she'll see her in Milwaukee. So is this not done with this feud with Red Velvet? Uh, well, we're getting Jamie Hayter, Red Velvet, next week. So right. I imagine we'll have a tag as well with Statlander, probably, before All Out. Yeah. Um I like how they use the DMD and like Tony Schiavone's doing it and the crowd's mm. doing it, but haters just staring still. And she's like, don't worry, she'll, she'll pick it up soon. Yeah. She'll get it soon. <laughs> uh, I thought Hater sounded decent here for first time I've heard her speak, but I don't know if Brit needs more to the act right now. I think the act really works with her and Reba. Um, but hopefully this is a way of getting Jamie Hader. I guess established and give her a bit of a character, maybe trying to give her a bit of a Brit rub. Yeah, I feel like we don't we don't need it. I feel like I like I actually think Jamie Hader's great because we were like big fans of her before. Um, I just don't know if this is like I'm sure it'll work out. It'll be it'll figure it out and it'll, be, it'll work. But just right now, just like a little a little backwards, considering Brit's this mega star, treat her like that. Yeah, I I think it's just a way of trying to. I don't think they're particularly good at writing women's stories yet that don't involve the title because like where where's she to be you know right, right like she as soon as she lost she's disappeared and it's only really we, we have the nyla feud and then we move on to this one and then this one and there's not really any other b stories yeah <laughs> bless you oh excuse me um so yeah i think maybe this is just a way all right we need to establish a new woman in here who is the hottest thing brit we put her with Brit. Hopefully, maybe she'll be a bigger deal. I yeah, think. I just don't think Brit necessarily needs it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. At least right now, but I'm, it'll work out, I'm sure. But we know what we need now because the first hour of Dynamite has ended, which we means need Matt Hardy. You're absolutely oh. right, Matt Hardy. It's a video here. He says he's big money, Matt. And he says he beat Wheeler Yuta, pinned him. And he says, I'll beat him again. I'll beat you too, Chucky. Orange Cassidy, I'll even beat you. And Orange, if you continue to stick your lazy nose into my business, I'll break it off your face. Then it cuts to the best friends. And Orange Cassidy leading the charge says, Big Money Matt says he can kick my ass. Maybe we should find out. 
and then they've announced that that match is going to happen. Oh, I can't wait. Next week. Yeah. Orange it's the Cassidy. match I've always wanted. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy. I'm surprised it's not on All Out. It should be on All Out. But you know what it is. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> is that now? No, but yeah, uh, it's not Wednesday night without Matt Hardy. It's not Dynamite without Matt Hardy. You thought you think you can get by with like maybe he's not wrestling tonight. He wrestled last week. Maybe he maybe he'll be a manager here tonight. No, he's got a video promo. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into this feud with the best friends and the Hardy family men. Um, party office. Yeah. Hardy party. Hardy the, party office. The Hardy, Hardy family office. Well, no, it's the Hardy family office private party butcher blade hybrid two bunny. Is that all of them? I just named all of the people. Is there more? Has more people? Matt Hardy. We, we did this last week. We did this a few weeks ago with the Nightmare family. <laughs> right. Matt Hardy. Yeah. Butcher Blade Bunny. Hybrid 2. So Angelico Jack Evans. Yeah. Private Party. Yeah, that's it. It's all tag teams. Yeah. It's very odd. Doesn't, it's just weird. It's just weird. Well, I guess Matt Hardy is the tag team specialist. It kind of makes right. sense. Right. Yeah. Well, he needs his brother to put it all together. You think Jeff Hardy could join the HFO? Uh, I think it's more <laughs> likely we'll see Reba... Uh, Rebel, no, what's his Rebby? Rebby, his wife. Oh, Re- yeah, 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 like yeah. You see Rebby before Jeff, I think. Yeah, and the senior Benjamin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt Hardy's on TV, you know, things are good, but we haven't seen QT Marshall on TV yet. Not yet, we're about to. Yeah, it's insane. First hour of first hour of dynamite flew by, and like everything was like hitting. I felt like I was watching a pay per view, and then the second hour hit. And eight minutes in, I not only got Matt Hardy, I also got Cutie Marshall yeah. in the same, same span there. And Big Show. All right. You mean Paul White. Big Show. No more BS, bro. Big Show. He'll always Will. be Big Show to me. <laughs> the theme song. The theme song is lit. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So Tony Schiavone comes down to the ring. And he's in the ring already. And he brings out Paul White. Who, yes, comes out to that music. And, yeah, Big Show clearly, sorry, Paul White, clearly loves this theme. Because he's, like, doing the singing with it and, like, already knows the word. Like, yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, Big Show, I mean, god damn it. Paul White says, it must be so hard for these commentators to, no wonder. It's That's always, JR just yeah, JR just gives up. And it's Excalibur who's got to clean it up for him. <laughs> it's Christian. Christian Cage, it's big, Paul White. <laughs> On WWE. <laughs> AEW. Cowboy hat. Cowboy hat emoji. <laughs> <laughs> big shows with Tony. And he says, Tony, we've been friends for years. And I was happy to save you last week with uh, the factory. I was happy. I'm your friend. And I'll never forget, uh, you know, all the stuff you've done for me over the years. And it's, and it's fine. And I'll never forget the thrill of stepping into a ring. In fact, I have a huge announcement, but he's interrupted by the factory, QT Marshall. QT says, Houston, we have a problem, which gets an instant booze. Just a groan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's so happy about it, too. He says, uh, big show, Paul White, first four decades of your career. Well, we, we don't say things. We don't want to upset you, but like... You, you're old, is basically what he's saying. You're beat down. You're big. Yeah, but I don't want to disrespect you. I don't want to disrespect you. I don't, I don't want to say things. I don't want to let you down. But he keeps like, he's doing like 
this tone that Big Show can see through. And he's like, you know what, QT, I didn't care what, the other day what you were doing with Tony, but now you're upsetting me. I don't like this. And QT says, well, actually, I hope we wouldn't do this, but uh, I want something to show you. He says he's, he, you know, he's got ties with the EVPs. He's, he's all up in there, executive producing AEW, and he's got access to charts, including all your information, Mr. White. And he pulls up these photos of his, what, x-rays of all the yeah. stuff. The, all, all his surgeries, all his metal hips and knees and stuff. One of the pictures is like Big Show's butt. It's, he says you've had five operations in the last 18 months, which means like you're not ready to fight anyone. Like you're, you look you're a little, beat up. Yeah, you're a little beat up. No more BS. Big Show, Paul White says, wow, did you really just show a picture of my big, beautiful ass on live television? Great, good stuff. You don't know anything, QT, so I'll clue you in. I had a talk with Tony Khan, and it turns out I have a match at All Out. And Paul White ends with saying, it's going to be Paul White versus... You, QT, Marshall. Well, um, yeah, uh, like both guys were fine here. I think Big Show sounded great. I think QT sounds pretty good. I think he's pretty competent on the mic. But this, I don't want to see. Like, especially on the pay per view, it's just. Yeah, I said it last week. I like these two, but for dark or something else, you know, it, I don't think these two should be taking up time on TV and certainly not on a pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely, Big Show, how do you not like him when he talks? He's like, he's great. He sounds good. Yeah, he yeah, even he sounds, sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds good. It's just like, yeah, uh, it, it felt like the first hour of the show was so hot and then just all of a sudden it's like, and here's all the rest of the stuff we have. I feel... WWE just did such a great job of not making Big Show feel special. Uh, he should have been an attraction, you know, a guy that size. But he was on every week. He flipped and flopped. Um, he's not a star to me. You know, yeah. it, it's and there's no pang of like nostalgia watching him like it is watching Sting. Like he wrestled like a year ago. He yeah, wrestled after that yeah. WrestleMania thing. Like he's, it's not been too long. And Cutie Marshall is certainly not uh, a person who I think should be having a pay-per-view match. It feels like, hey, you, you, you train everyone, you're great. Like, here's a bone, you know? Have a match on All Out. Is he just getting punched in the face and that's it? Could it could be. It could be just chokeslam one, two, three, segments over. But yeah. I don't know. I, if you announce this on Dynamite next week, fine. Absolutely. But All Out, and I am like still don't have my tickets yet, and they're looking pretty expensive... I I do like I like the takeover formula, you know, where every single match feels hot. I don't like the idea of filler matches on a pay-per-view, toilet break matches, let me ups. Like I'd rather a shorter pay-per-view with just killer matches with all the stars. Right. Not QT Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, I get I feel like they're everyone in this role is good at this. Like you're right. I would probably be way more into it if they said this is on a rampage. Yeah. I'd be like, great. Now I don't have like any expectations. My expectations. Or impact. I'd be like, cool, QT Marshall and Big uh, Show. I, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. No, what I'm saying is that's the level they are to me. Yeah, yeah. They're an impact. Fine. Like, have a match on a a rebellion or whatever their pay-per-views are called. But when you've got a roster full of, like, what's Malachi Black doing? What's John Moxley doing? What's Cody Rhodes doing? What's, like, CM Punk doing? Daniel Bryan doing? There's so many stars to name. And we're filling it up with these guys. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and again, like, you can hear where we're coming from. We're not hating on Because I thought they still did an all right job. It's just kind of like all out. Like you, like you said, you're traveling. You're going through fucking oops to go to this. And you're, you're expecting, like, some good stuff. And then you announce this. It's like, all right. Like, it'll be short. Yeah. It'll be short. But, yeah. Big show wrestling again. But here in AEW, Paul White, the great white. Mm-hmm. Is he gonna wear a singlet? He'll wear his black singlet. I yeah? Think. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Good st- he 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 had to defend Tony Schiavone's honor. He he really did. Even yeah. this though, actually, like now to think about, it, it's like really all you did was save Tony once, and it's like you just want to help. Uh, it's 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 very it's kind of very WWE. <laughs> I, in what way? Sorry. Like, like, hey. Uh, Tony Schiavone is interviewing QT and he's a dick and puts a smoothie on his head. So now Big Show's like, yo, I said I wasn't going to wrestle in AEW and all this stuff. I just had all these surgeries and I want to face you. <laughs> he doesn't go after Warlow. He doesn't go no, after... No, well, it's more... He's been commentating with Tony every yeah, week yeah, for yeah. like a few months. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's his part. That's what I mean. That's know? what it feels very WWE. Like, like, I don't know. It makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I think they did a good job of presenting it, but it's for the pay-per-view. We go to Jade and Mark Sterling. Did you know Jade is that bitch? Mm. Not sure if you knew Excalibur that. Excalibur told me. When Excalibur says it, big pop. Yeah. And she'll be facing that bitch, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pause when you say it. <laughs> that bitch, Jade. <laughs> Jade uh, says, you know, she, she sees all everything that Miro was doing, and it looked like a lot of fun. With uh, Fuego and she forgets his name. I want to do the same thing. So I want to have my own fun. And calls out Kira Hogan. And says, Friday, we're going to have some fun. Rampage. Yeah, big big match for Kira Hogan. She's someone I I really like um, from watching her on Impact. Uh, Jade is still kind of... She's been not really been overexposed yet. She obviously had the Shaq match. I think there's... She obviously looks like a, a star. Uh, haven't seen much of her matches, and most of her matches have been pretty short from what I've seen on like Dynamite and stuff. Uh, but Kira Hogan is really good, so I'm kind of interested in this, how this will be. Both have a lot of attitude as well, so I hope they, they play that up. Damn. All right. Rampage. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Jade needs to start wrestling. She's, cuts the, she's like Andrade. They cut the same promos mm. every week. It's like, you need to do something. Yeah. Because uh, if you just maybe don't watch Dark and Elevation, there's a lot of the stuff. I'm sure she's wrestling and she's wrestling on these shows, but you want to see. Wait, so where's Shaq? Bring him. He should be wrestling Big Show. QT should go well, get yeah, Shaq. That, that's something you'd put on the pay-per-view. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like Big QT. Show Shaq. Also, but. like QT standing next to Nick Camarado, who's huge. Yeah. So I figured like they'll throw that to him. And it's like, okay, no, it's, it's going to be QT, which I'm like, yeah, I guess so. But. QT next week or on Rampage should be like, yo, I found someone. Shaq. I'm takes, injured. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm hurt. You have to fight Shaq. Boom. Uh, it still doesn't, still doesn't make sense. We see the elite 
backstage, they're all happy because they had their way this this day earlier. The Bucks are excited. But Tony Schiavone informs them that there's been some matches announced, eliminator matches, meaning we're going to find a new number one contender for All Out. You want to talk about a match announced for All Out? There's going to be a cage match at All Out for the tag titles. The Bucks versus the winner of this little eliminator tournament type thing. We know that Rampage is going to have Jurassic Express and Private Party. And then I think, what, next week on Dynamite? Lucha Bros. Varsity Blonde. Right, yeah. And then the winner of that goes on to face the Bucks in the cage. So the Bucks are furious. Cage match? What? Do you assume Lucha Bros? I assume Jurassic Express. Jurassic Express again? Hell yeah. In a cage? Hell yeah. Hmm. Lucha Bros are, are um, going to be upset that, they, that they're not on the pay-per-view. Therefore, they're going to be tangled up and coming out with... I don't think they're wrestling at all. Unfortunately. It makes more sense. Doesn't it make more sense after tonight? They sh- they got like Jungle Boy and yeah. Thing. I mean that. Yeah, I guess so. And Christian and Kenny. It's just another rematch. It does feel it does feel a bit odd. Like we they just this build for this pay per view. It feels like a lot. We've had so many stories going on and payoffs on TV, and now we're a couple of weeks away from the pay per view, and we're doing a tournament for the Bucks challengers. And I don't know. It feels a bit last minute. A lot of these yeah, things. Yeah, I, I feel this is just another one of these ways they've done it before just to get make the team go through the lengths to show that they're the challengers. Mm. So I do think it's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Yeah, that, I guess that does make sense. It makes the most sense after tonight. Keeps the elite out, supposedly. And how they did, if I, they've only had one cage match and it's pinfall only. It's not escape the cage. Right, um, which is It's good. like a classic, the old school cage match. Good. So good. that does keep the elite out. You assume. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks, you could book every day and I would watch it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Literally, you could book that every week for the next month. I'll watch it. It's the, the two best teams and they're insane. But I do feel like it needs to be Jurassic Express in this role. And then Lucha Bros are busy whether helping Andrade win against Pac match, or something yeah. like that to set off the, the, the angle there. I think that makes the most sense. Okay. But yeah. Bucks in a cage match uh, sound pretty cool, but they're upset. We see while this was happening it was kind of weird. You could hear someone cutting a promo in the ring, and then it's almost like they were like, uh, "Please tell him to stop." And okay, he stopped. Okay, go back to what we were doing here. It was like, "Who's cutting a promo in the ring?" Then it cuts to the ring, and it's Taz. So clearly, he just missed his. Oh kid. right, yes, yes. <laughs> Taz is in the ring with Hook, Hook, the Goat Hook, and he introduces Ricky Starks, who comes out. He says he's creeping and crawling. Ricky Starks is for the world, meaning F-T-W, for the world, for the win. And he's still going on about Brian Cage. He's like, yeah, Brian Cage, we keep missing each other. Well, I I want you to come out here face to face. Let's talk. But as they do, it shows backstage Brian Cage has been attacked by Powerhouse Hobbs. We're in questionable dungarees this week. He posted what they look like. It's got... Uh, Team Taz's face is all spray painted on it. Interesting. Very like 90s like throwback there. Yeah. yeah. So Ricky sells it like, what, what are you doing? Why would you do this? Oh, well, we, we were meant to have face to face. Yeah, yeah. But like cheekily. Yeah, yeah. So clearly he doesn't want to have this face to face with Brian Cage because he's scared of him. Uh, Ricky Stark's always looking very fashionable. Well, no, this was a very quick segment. 
like super, yeah, super quick. And that's what I mean. So much is happening in this. They just had to squeeze in a minute of, of Ricky, Starks. Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, I then, didn't feel it was really needed this week, to be honest. Yeah. They do a lot of that. They do that, a lot of that. That's why it, it gets like a bit exhausting at times. It's cool. Yeah. But like this week, it's like it didn't like that didn't further anything. Ricky Starks, Brian Cage. It's just just let a moment breathe a bit. You're just oh, I we just had that Young Buck segment. I'm like, wait, sorry, what matches are happening? And then suddenly it's the match card. Oh, next week it's Private Party versus these guys in the Eliminator match where the final will be the week after. And then there's a steel cage, and then Taz is in the ring. You're like, whoa, whoa, slow down. What's yeah. happening? What are the matches I'm getting? What days? When's CM Punk coming? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do need to spell things out. We're in out Chicago. Them, yeah. We're in Milwaukee. We got all out in September. Like, what's happening? Yeah. Oh, there was... Um, I did like the line from QT, which was... Oh, yeah. I missed um, it, yeah. He says, and here at AEW, we don't, like, promise things we don't deliver on or something like that. Yeah. you look really foolish. Yeah. So we're getting a little wink being like, yeah, tune in on Friday. Yeah. I feel like they could have hit us over the head more with it. Even more. Yeah. I'm Definitely. surprised, actually, they didn't Definitely. hit us with more. The Lucha Bros are backstage. They're really excited now that they have a shot at the titles. But Pac is there, and he says, Andrade, I told you, any place, any time. And you say Chicago, I say perfecto, says Pac. But Andrade walks in with Chavo. And Andrade says, you want this match? Well, you have to agree to my conditions, my little friend, he says. So Chavo says, hey, check out the conditions. And it's this big block of papers. It looks like a book, like Mm. like an encyclopedia. But apparently this is the contract. What are these conditions as they walk off? I think it's going to be for control of the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, if I win, I gain. I, I, that's Lucha Bros on a pole match. It, a lot of things this week felt very similar to um, NXT yesterday with the um, with the wedding, the proposal. Yeah, yeah. Proposal. Uh, even this this like attack on Hobbs. Sorry, the attack from Hobbs kind of felt like Santos luring uh, Swerve outside. Yeah, and then this here. Yeah, it's kind it of, was kind of I've, kind of... I've forgotten what we were talking about. What was this? Segment? Andrade's... Andrade. Yeah, his conditions. It's very like the... Well, if if you lose... You gotta be my butler. Ted DiBiase <laughs> will be my butler. I think it's... I think it's a Lucha Brothers on a pole match. I think it's... Hey, look. If I win, I take your spot in Death Triangle. And I, I'll be with these guys. Mm. Or it could be still a ruse where it's like all these conditions, but really they, they turn on him anyways. Mm. I don't. I, I don't know. I think they could have been a bit more clear with this. Again, I just want to see this guy wrestle, but he's still talking on this show. I saw him wrestle with Kenny, but he, I was like, no, I want to see you wrestle on this show. I think. I think it's a contract thing. I Maybe. think he's only got a few matches because he apparently sort of had quite a few like demands when he came in. Interesting. So I. I think he's on a on like a mm. you know like Brock is like Brock only has a few matches a year like he'll do the appearances he'll show up on Raw never wrestles on Raw I think okay. it's that kind of thing That's, it's, it's weird it doesn't help mm. him right now because it's not doing him good I, right now I think I think it's good not to wrestle every week and to keep special but I do think we, we've needed more than that Matt Seidel match for this to feel That's a big all deal. we got yeah, yeah because realistically if you're a casual sure Gargano Almas one of our favourite matches 
Loved that NXT run. Loved the little mini series he had on TV with Ray. Beyond that, what? You saw him getting losing repeatedly in the performance center in front of no one for months. Then you disappeared. And then you had came back and had one match against Evan Bourne. I mean, <laughs> it's, I, I mean, if you follow him... You don't feel a big deal to me, really, unless I've... Oh, yeah, you had that great match in NXT four years ago. I mean, if you follow Andrade on his social media, you know he's living the good life. Oh, yeah. But, like, you're right. He hasn't uh, done anything, really. Like, what have you done for me lately? You, you, not really much. You did that... On- and I, like, the Kenny match was good but yeah, yeah. wasn't blown away by no, it. it wasn't what I wanted yeah. same with Matt Seidel match it was fine yeah like he's think, a lot of hype at the moment and not necessarily justified right now yeah uh, there were some woos when he showed up on the thing obviously they didn't mention this of course but yeah uh, still I want I want him with the Lucha Bros with Ric Flair and Charlotte mm. <laughs> don't know why but that's what I want alright that's what I want Charlotte do the Elinger Blaze let's go so the conditions, I'm sure we'll find out about coming soon because they in Pac's, another promo next. Pack's got to read this whole thing. He's gonna make Penta's dude do it. What's his name? Sam? Uh, Alex? 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 Yeah, he needs to go now. You're not a fan. You got Penta. He's always in the mask and in like fancy clothes, so he looks interesting. He looks cool. Ray Phoenix, kind of same vibe. And then this guy who just dresses the way he dresses. He dresses so weird. And I'm like, I'm over it. He feels it. like, I'm you so know how it. Brandon Cutler looks out of place with the Bucks? Yeah, yeah. He does feel like that with these guys. He looks, it's over. And especially if, if they're jumping ship with Andrade, they got Chavo to talk. See ya, please. Like, what, would, what should he be wearing to look better? Literally, just a suit. literally anything. He looks like he, he looks like he's like, hello, fellow kids. Yeah. I'm here to dress. He definitely does. With the, but the, do you think he actually dresses like this? No. 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 No, I see through it. Yeah. But Penta says, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. He's good. Isn't he on commentary? Well, he's a translator, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's, he, he was funny in that like little run, for sure. Just like now, it's like, all right, there's a lot of people talking. Why are you even there? He didn't even say anything. Maybe Andrade needs him as well. <laughs> to talk. Yeah. Andrade Maybe that's says. that's the condition. And I get <laughs> Alex Abrahantas too. Better that's for speaking fu- every week. That's fucking funny. Uh, part of my condition is I get your translator because I Chavo, uh, he interrupts me a lot. <laughs> or saves me because I don't know what I'm doing out here. Yeah, damn. So, we go to our next match. Penelope Ford going one-on-one against Thunder Rosa. So, uh, Rosa's coming back here. They're saying that she is the number one ranked challenger. She's number two, I thought they said. Oh, okay, okay. Um, And she's kind of the adopted hometown girl here. Yeah, they said that this is, I guess, where she had moved to and lived here. So, yeah, yeah. they're they're super behind Thunder Rosa here. Uh, Statlander's number one. Thank you, Rishi, in the chat. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, we go to Rosa here. There's, what, there's like a crazy... Cutter on the outside, I think from Penelope, which looked pretty sweet, gets Thunder back in the ring and locks in a different series of different moves, but almost like a dragon sleeper. And then it's Thunder Rosa who counters out of this and backs Penelope up into the corner. But Ford comes at her with a pump kick that misses. And this is where Rosa takes her to school with these like series of all these crazy technical stuff, butterfly suplexes, an airplane spin Death Valley driver, which looks nasty. Always for a two count. Ford comes back with a series of kicks and then a Moodle lock where she's like wrenching on you here. But Thunder Rosa counters this and bends Ford backwards, 
leg traps her, gets her in this crazy submission here, and Ford has nowhere to go, and she taps out. I thought this was pretty decent, actually. Um, Thunder Rosa, that brick match will be happening again at some point. I, I, it seems like Chris Statlander's the direction right now, but I think that Brit rematch needs to happen, and for the title, it's going to feel big. I think Penelope Ford's actually really improved. The last couple of matches I've seen on Dynamite, she's been a lot better than we saw like a year ago when she had some pretty awkward-looking matches, I thought. Uh, I And I quite enjoyed the submission stuff. I felt it was maybe a bit late in the show for a, a match of this style um, because I definitely think the crowd were... They were into Thunder Rosa at the beginning and then when it came back from the commercial break, they were definitely very quiet, I thought, and sounded a little tired here. Uh, so maybe the placement wasn't great, but I, I thought they worked all right. Yeah, uh, Penelope Ford can do some pretty innovative things sometimes and I, I think she kind of gets... Like forgotten. Some people kind of give her a hard time. Maybe not not big of a fan, but I think she puts in the work. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think what what I we've said before is she's got some cool spots, but it's the maybe the glue putting it together. Yeah. It's going from thing to thing, and I think that's where this match was pretty good because a lot of those submission transitions I thought were very nice between these two. Yeah, and Thunder Rosa is, is she's great. great. Definitely another star that they have. It's unfortunate that Brit is the biggest women star. They already had that like crazy feud, which obviously screams we got to do it again because mm. the unsanctioned rule. But right now you can't do it. So where but does it leave? I, I think that's good. You look at uh, Ilya Volta. You know, it's it's ten months in the making. We had this fantastic match, and you can kind of pull that trigger whenever you want. I think it will probably be after Statlander. You go back to this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because she could even be the one to take it from Britain mm. in, in a way, because it would make sense. And yeah, uh, Statlander is definitely the next direction then, I guess. Maybe is that all I out? I think so. I think that's the all-out match. Weird, okay. Again, just seems a bit out of nowhere with a couple of weeks left. But There's still a few weeks, though, mm. right? When is it? It's like three, three weeks away. Yeah, okay, interesting. We go to Arn Anderson, who's backstage with Tony Schiavone. And Brock Anderson. It's only two dynamites away. Two dynamites? Yeah, and two rampages. Two rampages. Yeah, that's not bad. We go to Arn Anderson. He's with Brock Anderson, his son, and Tony Schiavone. And Arn is like, yeah, that Malachi Black, he, he, he ruffled my, my head. He hurt me. I was My head's been sore for a long time. He kicked me in the head, and he kicked a lot of people in the head. We all learned, like, this guy's serious. And this is where it's kind of revealed that Brock Anderson, his son, has signed and asked for a match against Malachi Black. And Arn is like, look, Brock, I don't want you to do this. You've been wrestling. You've been having a few matches under your belt. But this guy is experienced. He will kick your head off just like he kicked mine off. Like, he's going to hurt you. And I... I I don't want to say I, I won't tell you what to do, but, like, yeah, I can't, like, agree to this. But Brock is like, sorry, Pops, I already signed the match. He's like, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, Dad. I'm telling you. Got to do it. Uh, sure. Brock's going to die next week. He's getting, kicked in, the head. He's getting kicked in the head. I, I did like this father-son thing, though, here, where Arn's being supportive. He's like, yeah, my, my son is going to be great, yeah. but... He's had two matches, and Malachi Black just killed Cody Rhodes in no time at all. Dad, I want to fight Malachi no. Black. All right, all do right. it then, yeah. if you want. But you're gonna get. You're, don't come back to me saying you got hurt. 
I think it's a good idea keeping while Cody's off doing his thing, keeping on like having this feud bubbling still and using Brock for a week getting murdered. I think it's a good plan. Yeah. Did Malachi Black have a match for All Out? All Out? I don't know. No. Not yet. Yeah, interesting. I, I, it seems I, soon for Cody to come back after that angle yeah, yeah, to do All so. Out. I see that being later down the line. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, kind of weird Black not having a uh, opponent yet. I saw Malachi Black tweeted out when AEW tweeted this like promo, like, oh, Brock versus Malachi like next week and... Malachi tweeted, like, I'm, I'm going to hurt you uh, for the sins of your father. <laughs> He's always got to tie in those little, like, things. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing this. Definitely. Bro- not the Brock we all thought we'd see in AEW. But No, I think this is the Brock we thought we'd see in AEW. <laughs> all these Brock Anderson, Arn Anderson. Uh, we, got the, we got UFC people. We could bring in Anderson Silva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got Carl Anderson. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, true. He should he should help them out. <laughs> They're not related, I don't think, but they could like, hey, we have the same. That'd be a good story. Like, hey, I'll, I'll think you could be a good brother. <laughs> he does the double A spinebuster, doesn't he? Carl, yeah, yeah, yeah. In honor of Arn, yeah, Anderson. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. We go to Miro. Can I have Pam Anderson as a guest? Pam Anderson. Yeah, I mean, we had, yeah. What other Andersons? Uh, An- Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. What, Hugo Weaving? <laughs> no, wait, that means Keanu's. Oh, no, Keanu. Keanu's Mr. Mr. Anderson. Is it, a far, is it a, a, a far shot to say Keanu Reeves will one day show up on AEW Dynamite? Is it I can more see believable? Front row. Is it more believable than, uh, than a WWE show? I think at this point, yeah. I think it's way more believable. You, ever, you heard that story of Kenny and Keanu? No. They, they met up in, the, in an airport in Japan. They're beef. Oh man, book that for all out. John Wick versus the Cleaner. That'd be crazy. No, uh, they they like had like a moment, like they were boys, like they were a moment oh. of respect. Yeah, Two I can. I can see them them getting along. I can see them. Yeah, getting into deep, weird conversations yeah, about stuff. Yeah, definitely. They, whoa, Keanu's mm. cooler though. Obviously. Way way cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Miro challenges. Eddie Kingston here. He says, Fuego, I don't, I don't like what you did. I beat you. The rule was I beat you. You fuck off. And instead you got a contract. And that's not no way to, that's not honorable. I fight with honor. And I am the redeemer. And then he just kind of just sidetracks and goes, Eddie Kingston, I want to talk to you. Meaning I want to fight you. So I guess that's your all out match. Is that, yeah, maybe. Right. Um, I think that would be a good one to do in New York, Eddie Kingston, but that's a few weeks away to be calling him out. It is kind of weird because um, Miro's doing these open challenges, but as the as the heel, kind yeah, of, yeah. and he's still picking his guys. I don't know. Um, again, feels a bit of lack of story going to this. Eddie Kingston, yeah. like... It, Eddie Kingston's not Lee Johnson. He's not a Fuego del Sol where it's yeah, just, yeah. okay, we're, we're having a, a squash match next week. Let's build it up a little. Eddie Kingston's a pretty established character. And it's yeah. just, Eddie, I'm fighting you. I want to talk to you. I want to fight you. You could have Eddie go, hey, Mox, you've been champ and stuff. I want to take a second to like try to get somewhere. somewhere. I couldn't get the world title. Maybe I can go for this title. And literally. It would help Ruthie. 
I heard the the money we get. She loves TNT championship. She does love TNT. She loves it when she watches the B-ball. Yeah, gotta do it. Instead, it's Miro being like, "Hey, Eddie, what's up?" Which like, all right, cool. The match will be great. Match will be cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Eddie's got a match for all out. Did he say all out? He did not say all out. He did not. He did not. Because this could be on a million different shows. Rampage, Dark Elevation. Research strong style. What is the show called? Strong, strong, strong. In, yeah, impact, impact. UFC, UFC. You don't now. know Triller, NWA. We're, they gotta do stuff with Triller. Triller. Why aren't they doing that? I feel Triller's gonna like run its course very quick. Oh, yeah. Really? That's too yeah, bad. Yeah, it was. It was fun during the pandemic. It was fun to watch. I want to go to this. People are too busy doing other shit now. I don't know. They announced. I mentioned one of the Andersons. Anderson Silva. He's fighting. Tito and in I'm, a boxing match right and I'm like I, I, I want to watch that 100% maybe they still got me they just need to book uh, Justin Bieber and the Migos and all that shit all that shit <laughs> you just need Morrow is what you need well Eddie's got a match maybe but what about Mox John Moxley cuts a promo and he calls out everyone everyone here he says Kenny Omega you're, you got a whole army to help you keep that title Bucks, we all know your jokes with the BTE and all that stuff. Don't even get me started on Christian. You should have stayed retired, says Moxley. Everyone knows that I carried the title and I waved the flag through uncertain times. I was the guy here. I was the flag bearer. I was the one holding it down in these dark, empty buildings and and mentions again, uncertain times. But... But now I'm like an afterthought. So I, it's all about sending a message and it's all about what it takes to be the top. And I am the top guy. It doesn't matter. I still am that top guy. And young Garcia, when I get you at Rampage this Friday, I will get this crowd to be cheering when I spill your blood. <laughs> They're going to be cheering. Going like, are you sure you want to do this? Because yeah. I'm going to break your neck. Lucky for you, there's going to be a ref. There's going to be a dock nearby, but make sure. Is this where you really want to be? Because this ain't no joke. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's setting up his match that he has this Friday. Rampage main event is Moxley Garcia. Mm. But he also just like ran through everyone here. Like It, it kind of sounded to me like he's calling some, like he's inviting people off roster yeah. to face him. He does, he does call, like he mentions Christian and Kenny and stuff. But he's like, oh, well, these people are kind of just waltzing in and out of here. And I've got to kind of, this is the best place and I am the guy. So I, uh, did you say the Tanner match is apparently off the table? Or? Yeah, someone in the chat today said uh, that in this Twitch chat during the show that Tana's in Japan at that time for something else. Which okay. I'm like, oh, okay. I can still see it maybe being a, a yeah. New Japan guy. Um, Nagata. But also this kind of... Yeah, Grand Slam against Ibushi is what they announced. Sorry. Ibushi's coming back right. to fight, and he's fighting Tanahashi. Okay. So I think that's around the same time, so I don't think it can happen. Okay, right. Which is weird. But there's other guys it could be. Ishii. Uh, I think it's also this promo so close to Rampage as well. It's kind of putting the planting the seed in your head that it could be Punk coming out. Yeah. You know, it's like an open invitation to anyone 
he's in the main event. It kind of, I don't think that's what they'll do, mm. but it makes you think, oh, is that the direction they're going? Um, but it's, again, like there's, there's a lot of these loose pieces for all out at the moment. And it's, we've got to kind of start saying what the matches are. Yeah. Yeah. We thought, we kind of thought, we hoped it would be Tanahashi mocks, but I guess that's not the direction. So are they going to be like, here, take Nagata again? It's like, well, no, we already saw it. And he just teamed with him. Ishii, if he's there, that makes sense. That would definitely be the match. Get my attention. But I don't know about tangling with Punk just yet. Just yet. Yeah, I don't think that's the way to go. No, not yet. We go to the main event. The fifth labor of love is what JR called it. But the fifth labor of Jericho. MJF versus Chris Jericho. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. MJF has banned the use of the Judas Effect elbow finishing move. And he's also banned... Judas, the song, his entrance theme song. So Chris Jericho, this whole week, everyone's just kind of the murmurs of, okay, so this crowd's going to sing him out, right? But like, that sounds like it's kind of hard to do. Or maybe people don't want to sing him out. <laughs> That's another thing that could run through your mind. But God damn it, we've been locked up for almost two long, hard years. And you're telling me I get to go to a wrestling event? And wait, Chris Jericho needs me to sing his entrance music? You're goddamn right I'm singing Judas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this crowd knew what to do. I don't know if they had someone directing them. I saw people with posters with lyrics on it. Yeah, they, they weren't doing like the bouncy ball sing-along sing thing. Uh, no. It did. No, it sounded like when you're trying to get a group of people sing Happy Birthday and everyone starts on a different key at a different time. Yeah. And then by like the third line, yeah. they all came together. Yeah. Yeah, it, they really did. And it was like, it felt organic just watching it on TV. I mean, I wasn't there, but it felt that way. And Jer come, comes out. He's got his Tron. He's got himself walking out and they singing the song for him here. Uh, it definitely hit when they said, I am cold like December <laughs> snow. And then the pyro hits yeah, on that cue. Made me laugh. <laughs> the pyro hit. It was like they were on in sync here. Because he like, had his Titantron video still yeah, going. Yeah. It's just the song wasn't playing. <laughs> the pyro really made me laugh. Uh, like, look, say what you want about Chris Jericho. Say what you want about even the people. I can't see anyone being mad about how people sing lyrics to a song when someone comes out. Uh, sorry, like wrestling is ridiculous. No, people, you're, you're into yeah. the wrong thing yeah sorry sorry fun out there yeah if you don't find fun out of any of this something is clearly wrong with you and like you need to get out more you need to get laid yeah <laughs> but like these people are singing and enjoying this like happy moment here and it's it felt like is this is jericho's going away like they're almost like i i think that that's exactly telling what... me like hey you better enjoy him right now because you might not see him I for think a while that's what that was um i think it would have been good so that they're doing the chorus like the ready for the match. Judas in, Judas in my mind. You got MJF stepping forward. Oh, this guilt is <laughs> yeah. a heavy cross. And MJF's And like, just keep on going. They got the second no, verse. They told me to learn these lyrics for tonight. <laughs> MJF selling it like, what the fuck is this? It's like, hey, it's TV time remaining this match, okay? We've got a hard 10 that we're out. <laughs> I, I love this. This was a special moment in, in wrestling. Ridiculous. Yes, but very fun. It was great. Very yeah. good. Like, just, man, how did you think Jericho felt when that? Like, I would have balled. Oh, you could see him just smiling. <laughs> yeah, I would have started like, crying. Yeah. Like, this is it. I, I, 
I just went to that match in Japan with Kenny, and he came out to Judas that time. And as soon as it hit, I was like, "That uh, is your phone okay? Yeah, it broke. <laughs> I, when he came out to Judas for the first time, I was like, that's so funny that he, like, picked one of his songs, and it's, like, kind of catchy, whatever. And it wasn't something that you, like, sang right mm-hmm. away. And then just, like, definitely, like, caught on. But, like, how, do you, how cool was it for him to first come out to his own song that I think at the time was charting still? Mm. And he was like, holy shit, like, that's a sweet moment. Fast forward all these years. Now it's not only has it been your theme for the past few years, but like everyone always sings along anyways. And now you literally came out here without the music and everyone sang along. Yeah, they could go on their phones or look at the posters and read the lyrics, but they were singing. It was loud. Yeah, it was loud. Oh, it was great, great, great moment. Like you could be like, oh, what if people want to like kibosh it and like fuck it up on purpose? I, everyone's always been singing along. There's never been a week where yeah. a crowd haven't sung along with yeah. this song. I couldn't see that happening. It's it's great. I love this entrance. And hearing them sing the chorus and what have I become and all that, good good stuff. MJF, though, doesn't like it. And this match starts. MJF versus Jericho. So he's not allowed to use the Judas effect either. MJF's beaten down on Chris here. They're on the outside and Jericho is, is laying down and MJF does a classic Jericho spot. Meaning he grabs the cameraman's camera, gives Jericho the bird, and then is like flipping off the crowd and moving the camera. But then he pans back ever so slightly. And now Jericho's up and stares at him in the camera and punches the camera, therefore leveling MJF. Great spot. And the crowd, anything these guys did, they were eating it up here. They go to commercial break. When we come back, it's Jericho now is beating up on MJF. He does a double sledge off the top. He's then whipped into the corner. He lays out MJF and hits the lion salt, but it's kicked out at two. He then hits the 10 punch in the turnbuckle and then goes up on the top even more with MJF and hits a 10 punch. And then an avalanche hurricane run, a classic Jericho there, but it's a near fall again. MJF works the injured arm of Jericho and locks in the Fujiwara, the salt of the earth, but he finally gets out of it, drops him for the walls, but it's blocked. Now it's just like a hockey fight where they're just straight up punching each other. And MJF eventually gets Jericho caught in the ropes for the heat seeker, mm-hmm. the pile driver. It looks really sweet. Uh, MJF pulls Aubrey, which allows him to low blow Chris and then puts him in the walls of Jericho ah. for the, the hot, hot heat here. The crowd is booing. So Jericho is forced here in his own submission hold. Will he tap out? But he finally gets to the ropes. MJF is furious. He goes to get his ring. The what is it? The diamond. The diamond ring. Yeah, yeah, from the battle royal. Aubrey scouts it and throws. And actually, she should have just grabbed it and thrown it. But instead, she's like, "Hold on, let me make sure I give this to someone to put down for <laughs> Look you." Look after this. And while she's doing this, Jericho grabs Floyd the bat, levels MJF with it. Aubrey doesn't see, and we've seen him do it before. And he's about to wind up for the Judas effect, but he goes, "Ah." I, I can't, can't do it. I just can't do it. But MJF can as he hits him with the Judas effect. Puts him in the salt of the earth. Jericho squirming. He doesn't know what to do. Somehow counters it into what you think could have been the finish. One, two count. Back into the salt of the earth. Jericho is screaming. The arm is being pulled back. And he taps out. Ah, oh, The bastard MJF. Beats Jericho by submission. Uh, yeah, I thought this uh, was pretty solid main event. Um, I I like MJF more and more the more I watch him. Um, he's someone they limit the amount of times we see him wrestle. He's not someone who's wrestling every single week on Dynamite. 
uh, when he does, it kind of feels like a big deal. Um, and I loved his, just the work on the, on the elbow throughout the whole match, just that obviously Jericho's recovering from that injury. Um, I love Jericho just trying to do the greatest hits, hitting his lion salt, hitting his top rope runner, hitting his springboard drop kick, he, doing the walls, which we don't see him really do a great deal anymore. Um, it really did feel like a greatest hits of Jericho in this match. Um, the end was a little, uh, I don't know if the timing was slightly off, but it looked a little goofy after what was a pretty enjoyable match. But I get that they had to get across that Jericho could have hit the Judas effect and therefore would have won the match. And I think they were trying to kind of really exaggerate it. But uh, it was a little goofy with the rest of the match. But I I did like the tease as well with the counter of the salt of the earth because you think, oh, this is how he's got it. Yeah. Um, they gave you that slither of hope at the end. You needed to have MJF win. And you, you know do. Jericho's... This was the right result. Yeah, and yeah, Jericho needed needs, MJF to win. Yeah, to give him that rub of, like, you got the win over Jericho. The yeah. final culmination of months of this... It feels like a year of this feud, really. It has been, yeah. Because I'm of the sure it has inner been. circle and the breakup and everything, yeah. Uh, the, the finish reminded me of Randy Orton versus Shawn Michaels. They had a match. Okay. And... Uh, Actually, and then it was the next night on Raw when Jericho re-debuted with the Save Us thing. But the, the match mm. was Shawn, Shawn Michaels versus Randy Orton, but the Sweet Chin music was banned. Right. So they have a full, as like a Survivor Series match or something. Like, they have a full match and Shawn doesn't do the super kick at all. And then one point in the match, near the finish, he goes to do it and he's like, ah, but I can't do it. And then he, he hesitates and then gets RKO'd mm. and loses. And you're like, dude, you knew you couldn't do it, like. But it's like, oh, no, I forgot that I... I mean, it's, I guess it's instincts as well when yeah. you're doing it over and over again. Uh, like, it's, it's muscle memory, you know? Uh, yeah. You've got to stop yourself. But I mean, yeah. Uh, overall, I actually really enjoyed this match. I like this match better than their match prior. They had a match on, what, Dynamite time ago? Was it, it was pay-per-view. double on... I'm trying to... Yeah, I yeah. actually just looked up to see how long this... I think it was... What's the one before double, Full Gear, was it? They did have a match. Full Gear last year, I think. Yeah, I um, full gear twenty twenty. Yes, full gear last year. So I ge- I genuinely like this more than that. I yeah, I enjoyed this one more. Yeah, it had like the story behind. It was just really good storytelling. Obviously, this wasn't the greatest like wrestling wrestling, but everything kind of hit. The crowd were really into it. They yeah. they did. It was definitely telling a good story here. Um, I think this is the write off for Jericho. I believe he's touring, is he not? It's time for Fozzy, boys. And I think it, it will be good for Jericho and good for MJF to, to have something fresh. Now he's he's kind of the demo god. You know, he's taken that moniker. He's the champion. He's defeated J- Jericho uh, multiple times now. Yeah. He's always got his number. He can claim his place on that throne. Yeah, where does MJF go from here? Punk. Right away? No, I don't think you have... Um, I think you have the Derby match and then Punk's right. You can set it up the Dynamite after, just start that feud. Nice, all right. Uh, Punk's got to beat him, though. <laughs> I think Punk's got to beat some of these kids. Mm. He can't just come in and lose all the time. Like, I think he should beat Darby. Oh, I think he'll beat Darby. Yeah, yeah. Um, but MJF, yeah, who knows? But I, I think, I think promo-wise, that will be an excellent feud. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I thought this was really good, though. The crowd played a really big part in this. But it helped get the story over. It 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 was an awesome. I don't even want to say just visual, but like hearing the crowd sing and everything definitely made you feel like it was something special. And then of course the 
Jericho, you're kind of, it kind of made you go, okay, he's probably just going away for a while. Mm. Just chilling, taking a seat, as he should. As he should. Go to her. Why not, man? Do your yeah. thing. Yeah, but I actually really got into it. This episode had the hottest first hour. Like, honestly, probably the best first hour they've had for me. Like, I was just sucked into everything. The wrestling was great. As soon as it hit Matt Hardy on my screen, I definitely checked out, but that's a normal thing. There were some lulls in, in the middle, but overall, like, it topped off with a solid main event. I really loved this episode. Uh, I wasn't as high on it as you. I I did enjoy a lot of it. I, it's a great, like, it's a great show every week. Even yeah. weaker shows are good. Um, there's a lot happening. My main thing is right now, yeah, all outs two weeks away. I'm, I'm hopefully spending a lot of money on, well, I don't want to spend too much, but I am. I'm. I'm making an investment to go to this show. Right. I mean, well, not everyone is, right? Like, like, like. No, they but that, that's what you're, you're promoting out. something. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they do. They also make confuse me. They said it's sold out and then they're releasing more tickets. Yeah, that's usual. Okay. Because you have set design and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. then you're seeing, okay, can we cram in more people here? Yeah. Um, so things always change and tickets. I do really... like telling, you need to tell me what, like, the that's matches That's what I mean. Are. Like, so I, what I, are the matches? I don't know. Christian versus Kenny. Christian Kenny. Christian versus Kenny. QT versus Big Show. QT versus... Andrade versus Pac. Young Bucks versus someone in a cage match for the tag titles. Possibly... Okay, yeah, we've got a women's casino battle royal, apparently. Kenny, Christian, Pac, Andrade, Paul White, QT Marshall... And Young Bucks versus we don't know. That's that's all that's been confirmed for oh, the show yeah. so far. Yeah, doesn't sound that. It's great. not a lot. <laughs> you, you know, yeah, that's what I'm getting. No, at. you know what? Kenny Kenny versus Christian is definitely a match. I'm like, dude, that'll rock for sure. But yeah, I, I bet you they got some other. I oh, Chris, sorry, CM Punk. Well, exactly. Darby. Once Rampage has happened, we can ho- hopefully start just committing to a lot of these things. Yeah, but it feels like a lot of these characters are just coming out and doing the Moxley thing, being like, I want to fight someone. It's like, okay, yeah, I, w- I want you to fight someone. Who's it going to be? It's almost like they lost what they thought they were going to go, and that was almost like changing from before. It's like they had changed, 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 changed mm. a little bit. But uh, I-, I imagine you get Moxley versus someone big. Is your, your pa- is it Moxley Miro? Mox Miro? I mean, Eddie Kingston could fight Miro before then. and Miro Moxley... kills Eddie, and then Moxley goes for it for revenge. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, you could do that. That's not a bad that's not a bad show. Uh but still that's that's a solid card. And of course with CM Punk coming back. Oh, it's gonna be waves. it's gonna be great. It's yeah. gonna be nuts. Like all this whole attention they're gonna be on this wave for the next little while. Like everyone just kinda I'm just waiting to like let it happen and, and, and enjoy it and yeah. and see what they do and see uh how this plays out. Is Punk coming in, is Daniel Bryan coming in and all the stuff they do. My main thing is that they do a good job of getting these other stars over. That's what I liked about this episode. MJF won this match. Yeah. He beat Jericho. Uh, Darby, I mean, actually Sting got the victory in, in his match, uh, but like Darby, like he's like the star. Like it, No, but this, this was a, Darby wasn't the story here. Yeah, this yeah, was Sting's Sting. first match back on they, TNT. In they do a good, years. yeah, yeah. They do a good job of like helping move things like forward that won't, that maybe WWE have just been used to years of this like Mickey Mouse booking thing that just doesn't still doesn't make sense to me. Where it's like almost here, it's like there is a definitive winner and losers, and, yeah. and that win loss thing does kind of matter, quote unquote does because sometimes they act like it doesn't, but they rank things, which is whatever. But 
Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was good. The first half like just flew by, and I was like, please, give me more. And then I, I cooled off, but yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm looking forward to Rampage, and uh, we'll definitely have some thoughts on that in the near future. I feel like I should do a show for it, but it's only like an hour, and it's going to be punk talking, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, so that was Dynamite. That was it. That was it. Yeah, we're looking forward to Rampage. Next week, we've got some matches announced as well. Um, and then we've got a hell of a weekend this weekend coming up because, uh, well, we've just recorded with one of our world champions a review of a terrible movie called Blood Moon, but a lot of fun to talk about. So uh, that is dropping any day now. Yeah. We've got Up Next. I mean, Blood, up. Well, Blood Moon is this movie starring Rob Van Dam mm. for about five minutes uh, in a fight scene, but yeah. it's from 1997. Yeah. I didn't know he was in this movie. No. So uh, it's free on YouTube. Free on YouTube. So check out the Patreon. We've linked it on there. Or just YouTube Blood Moon 1997. Uh, And then the main event this weekend. We've got a whole lot of wrestling again. SummerSlam on Saturday night. So come join us on the Watch Long at 8 p.m. for that. But if you're a patron, join us in the Zoom room at 4 for our tailgate. Yeah, we're going to be doing a tailgate for all patrons this Saturday, 4 p.m. If you want to give us a shot, five bucks a month, North Americans here gets you all these shows, retro NXT reviews, movie reviews, everything. Freddy versus Jason. Mm -hmm. It just came out last week as well. That was a lot of fun. Five bucks, and you're also invited to this tailgate, which is going to be super awesome, and we're going to have a blast. And then we're going to do Watch Along for SummerSlam, Post Show for SummerSlam. We're going to be probably drunk by then, and it'll be great. And then, of course, Up Next Summer. Up Next Summer, 4 p.m. on Sunday, live on twitch.tv slash podcast. Four matches announced. Um, It's going to be crazy. Uh, These games uh, have always been uh, really fun to do and really looking forward to seeing you all in the Twitch chat, uh, joining in, having fun with us. Yeah, you want to see the real best in the world. Tune in to Up Next Summer. Although I am kind of worried because, Frank, if you're listening, uh, we'd love to hear from you. I know we're we're entertaining here and we, we... we chat a lot of shit against you, but we're trying to promote and we're trying to build a match here. And and I know Dickie especially needs to make some videos. So Frank, if you're if you're there, huh. we'd love to hear from you because he's he's kind of it seems like he's taken his ball and gone home. What? Dickie Dickie wants him to cut these promos for the video. You know, you like mean to say he's ducking me? Target. He's not even going to show up. I don't know. No one's heard from him. No one's heard. Zeno's from this dude. not heard from him. Dickie's not fuck? heard from him. So uh, I guess card subject to change there, guys. But huh. uh, up next summer, we'll be going ahead at 4 p.m. Kind of sounds like all out. With or without Fire <laughs> Frank, yeah. I got this hot angle with this guy. I'm the, I'm, I'm, maybe just, I just embarrassed him too much already. Mm. No one knows who he is. He's just a world champ patron to me. Yeah. He pays, he pays my liquor bills, you know what I mean? Like, well, I, and now he's not even going to show up? It's, it's very peculiar. It's very, very weird. Um, huh, I guess we'll have to just... Go. I guess you're still the champ. Yeah. I, I guess. I'll, I'll have a celebration in the we'll ring. We'll have a celebration. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he, does, a... if he does show up, it's going to be a two out of three falls. Yeah, only two Final falls. Beat. Only two falls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. And then Sunday night, we have TakeOver 36. Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross, Volta versus Ilya Dragunov, Dakel, Ka- uh, Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. What are the other ones? Um, 
Oh, a million dollar championship. Yeah. Uh, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. That'll so be 8 p.m. on Twitch. Yeah, come hang out with us. We'll be doing a watch along and, of course, post show recording the podcast for Takeover Thirty Six. That'll be uh, wherever you found this podcast. But thank you for listening to this podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple, you should give us a nice review. Five Just stars. on Apple. I, I think you can do it on other ones, but Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts lets you review people. And last time I asked, someone wrote in a review saying we spoil things in the in the show captions so now i'm like well now we got to get rid of that review so someone's got to <laughs> put a nice one to replace that top one yeah <laughs> that's all i'm asking all right and i'm also asking for my goddamn opponent to show up this sunday at up next summer because i'm tired of this shit we keep booking these fucking jobbers i need to fight some real fucking people i'm no, i'm no i'm no like slouch of a champ i'm a fighting champion and i thought i'd be fighting this sunday and I still will be fighting. This we'll summer. have we'll have an opponent, I'm sure. Either way, so, someone will step up, mm. even if it's not Fire Frank. <laughs> Apparently, matter. he's been tweeting about Yankee stuff, so we know he's alive. Well, but he's a just... fucking Yankee wanker, is yeah, what he Yankee is. Yankee wanker, Frank. Fire, Fire Frank. 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 Frank the, the wank. Yankee wank. <laughs> yeah, Frank the Yankee wank. We've said it all. You Let's gotta... get out of here yeah. before we say something too mean. Yeah, follow the socials for everything, but we can't wait to hang out with you guys this weekend. It's going to be a lot of stuff uh, going on with Rampage, CM Punk, SummerSlam, TakeOver, and up next summer. We just can't wait. Uh, Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And see you. I was going to try to do CM Punk Friday, but uh, I don't know. Uh, It's clobbering time. (laughs) Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash a second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.